All right. Goldeneye, gold, Goldfinger, uh, To Live and Let Die, um, <laughs> Dying of the Day, Living like Daylight, um, Fucking Thunderball, um, Moonraker. Ah, ah, ah. Hi. My name is... Coming in neutron. Coming in neutron. I'm listening to you live from the barrage. With John Hulahan. Hey, how are you? Sorry that I'm not at home. Crazy Calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for answering machines. I am very sorry that I'm not at home to take your call. Only $14.95. When I will get right back to you. Give someone the gift of gab for their answering machine. Calling a friend. What you've actually done is bought a one-way ticket to the answering machine zone. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back. Crazy Calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for only $14.95. To order? Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's the Garage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, oh, R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Cone and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite shit? radio station? Live from the garage. Well, like a psycho walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the garage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, David? John Hulan, fuck you. Thanks, Dave. You're quite welcome. <laughs> no, I drank a 16-ounce a Red Bull. Anyone you get the burps associated with that? It's just horrible. It's no, I, I never... Well, I, I have... I, I guess I had one it's, before, no, it's, I, drank I don't it. really drink. Yeah, it's not helping me at all. Don't don't mix it with beef jerky just, from 7-Eleven either. That was a bad combo. What was the thing on the back of the bag of 7-Eleven? Uh, <laughs> beef jerky? It was great. Uh, if you're feeling a bit daring today, dive into a bag of 7-Eleven <laughs> select pepper. Wow. <laughs> eat, it, eat at your own risk. I tried it. It was pretty good. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> we'll find out later. It'll be the Seagram's Escapes test. <coughs> I was very tempted to do a Red Bull earlier, and then I decided I don't want wings. <laughs> do a Red Bull. I'll do a but Red Bull. I do want to do some <laughs> date raping. So, uh... <laughs> Speaking of date rape, we're here with Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, that was a terrible segue. And, um, and he's got to go quickly, so we need to get... We're going to dive right into this interview. Question number one. <laughs> And uh, how you doing, Tommy? What's up, guys? How's it going? Speak right into that microphone, please, if you would. Uh, yes, sir. You know, do your best. You're a big guy. You can lean over. <laughs> how <laughs> um, you guys doing? For those of you who don't know, Tommy Rockstar is uh, the rhythm guitar player of the band Guns N' Roses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Until he was deemed inadequate. Deemed inadequate. That's great. <laughs> uh, we all got fired. I, my, I had a friend. Well, not a friend. A guy came over here to play poker. Did I tell you about this? It's, 
And uh, he said he, he claimed he was um, in Anthrax, like the first incarnation of Anthrax. Right. So I went, I Wikipedia. It turns out his story checks out, but it wow. says it's the, he has the best Wikipedia thing about him in the world. It says whatever his name is. You know, I don't want to say the guy's name. You can look it up yourself. He ends with a K. Ends with an N. Ushner. <laughs> <laughs> and it says uh, his, he was the bass player until his services were lo- no longer needed and he was deemed inadequate. <laughs> so fucking cruel. That's why oh, that's brutal. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely afraid to, to make my own Wikipedia entry because I know you fuckers are going to change it like in a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, used to work with a, I used to work with a guy that used to mess with the beach and he would put him... He used to Put him as the horn player in Death Angel all the, t- all the time on Wikipedia, and then he would. Then he one time he made this elaborate thing where Beach went solo, and it said something to the effect of. Uh, I saw that. It said, uh, "My my tr- my trumpet is made of metal." Was his solo album? <laughs> He's not lying. Yeah. yeah, I think Hugo's in, on the latex generation Wikipedia page has him uh, taking a, a a time out to go to the Betty Ford Clinic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> I took that as fact. <laughs> yeah, I that was in I my thesis on uh, latex generation. I didn't I think anything was wrong. My Nassau Community College rock yeah. and roll class. <laughs> LI Press. Well, anyway, the reason we have Tommy here is uh, he's got a, an amazing story to tell, and, uh, and we want to hear it. He's got a. There's a film being made about you. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It's called uh, "Where's Izzy?" One fan's quest for rock's most reclusive guitar player. And uh, it's actually being uh, shot and directed by uh, my buddies here. They're here with us is uh, Craig Heimson, who's uh, hey guys, hey hello. They've uh, they've directed a couple other movies. They did um, the Wavy Gravy documentary, and they've also done the um, Dixie Chicks documentary. Oh really? No oh, shit. Yeah, 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 so that was a great movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so um, basically, I got involved with them. This is that uh, the shut up and sing? Yes. One? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like that. It's with a woman named Barbara Koppel. I think she is. A, did a lot of cool stuff so so you're in good company and the reason they're filming you is well basically is uh, is uh, <laughs> well four years ago uh i was at a trade show in la and anaheim and i ran into duff mckagan the uh the bass player for guns and roses and on a whim i decided to get his autograph tattooed on my left arm okay and uh any reason the left arm well, on the right, I have a VW. Tattoo, oh, okay, so, right. right. You know. This has only been four years in the making. Yeah, seems, only it seems like a lot longer. Yeah, it feels like a decade. <laughs> seems like a long time. Yeah. So that day, I uh, like a joke. <laughs> I did that, and then later that night, I went to uh, the Key Club uh, in, in on the Strip over there and saw uh, Stephen Adler's glorified Guns N' Roses tribute band, Adler's Appetite. Right, right. And ran into him and got his autograph. That's with a. Uh, Chips enough, right? Chips enough. Right? See, I know that's a lot about that's music. <laughs> that's a long story, but in, in a nutshell, after getting him tattooed, I ended up going to Cantor's Deli, which is a famous deli on Fairfax in L.A. And both I, of these guys were totally cool with doing it. There was no, uh, they were they were nice guys and everything. Yeah, well, Duff was at a trade show, so he just like real quick signed me. Yeah, off. yeah. Adler was really stoked. In fact, when he started signing me, he realized that like uh, he didn't get it just right, so he went behind the bar and put his hand in a bucket of ice and a rag and he cleaned me off just to get it just right oh really it was, oh, really, wow. it was cool and i went to fairfax uh he sponged you down exactly <laughs> <laughs> and he uh guns he, and sponge bath i went to this famous i would have went with sponges and roses sponge. but I, <laughs> I backed out at the last minute i went to this famous diner over there called uh, Cantor's deli mark Cantor was a childhood best friend of slashes and so i figured hey i got like six hours to kill before my flight so i sat down and uh ordered myself some some to drink and all of a sudden i look over and there's adler and his whole crew in this other section of Cantor's. and right at that moment he sees me and goes you come here and he sits me down and he goes let me see and i go oh steven this is you and i pull up my arm and he goes everybody stop what you're doing check this out that's me and he shows 
then I tattooed everyone there, and he goes, "Are you hungry?" And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Are you hungry?" And I'm like, "Uh." And he <laughs> goes, "Here, yes. ha- he goes here. Have a tuna melt." And he sits me down, and I had dinner with Adler for two hours. You know, it was, wow, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. Amazing. So I fly back home. Had a tuna you- melt in his pocket. Yeah, eat this, <laughs> drink this, sit down. Let's go. Oh, Doctor Drew gave it to me. I hate tuna melt. I'd be like, "Fuck, really? what do I do?" The guys, yeah, like, shot out of a cannon. Rye and everything. I love tuna melt. So <laughs> I fly back to New York on a total high, and all my friends pull me aside, and they're like, "Man, that's great, but you should go for all five of the original." members and i'm like you know what i think i will and everybody tells me the following uh, prophecies and they all came true right everyone was like you're easily going to get slashed because he's fucking around he's a whore he's everywhere you'll find him but you're never going to get close to axel rose and if you do he'll never sign you because he hates his ex-bandmates and you're never ever 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 going to find izzy stradlin because he's so fucking reclusive but if you do he'll surely sign you right so a year later i fly to the avn porn awards in vegas that sounds terrible. Yeah, like I do every year. <laughs> yeah. My friend Jesse from the band Weston is in the porn business, so he said, come out, we'll have a good time. And while I'm out there fucking around with Bellagio, I get a tweet from Slash saying he's going to be at that same trade show that Duff was at. So I decide to change my trip and fly all the way out to L.A. again and go to that show. And sure enough, boom, Slash, trade show, signs me, no problem. So then I fly back to New York. And now, how are you uh, bankrolling all this? Are you a wealthy man? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Let's put it that way. What was Axel's reaction to the uh, autograph? Well, this is the interesting part. So now, how the hell am I ever going to get Axel, right? So now, the minute I fly back... Roofies. From, yeah. <laughs> I fly back from L.A., and all of a sudden, uh, rumors are swirling that the new version, the bullshit version of Guns N' Roses, are playing uh, for Fashion Week at the Varvato spot, the old CBGBs. And so, long story, I, I find a way to sneak in there. And I am wearing John Varvato's cologne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was looking for that. I was waiting for Yoink. it. That's how you sneak in undetected. <laughs> you go with Pat Walsh. <laughs> He's got to return the keys to the bartender anyway. <laughs> you got a bartender? I've got his keys. I sleep with very young girls. <laughs> and so, Those are the only two Pat drops I got. So. And basically, I sneak my way in and all these fucking models there and ZZ Top and Giselle, everybody's there. And <laughs> models like and ZZ Top. It's crazy. Are you, are you on a strange crew. But I, I, for there open were the bar Dallas and, Cowboys cheerleaders and ZZ Top. <laughs> it was nuts. So I'm on a mission, remember, so I have no time to schmooze and bullshit this time. I go straight for the stage and I'm right the first person at the stage and I wait and I wait and I wait because if you know Axel, he shows up really late. And uh, I'm getting so dehydrated, I'm drinking floor beers and shit. And ah. <laughs> it's bad. Were you smoking at this point? You couldn't smoke. You couldn't even smoke in there. You know, it was rough. Oh, and that stinks. It's all f- full of, like, fashionista bullshit fucking girls. Right. And all of a sudden, the, the vibe changes, and uh, about four or five big black dudes in, like, suits come push us back, you know, like, uh, a space from the stage. And, uh, and that's the story of how you got boys to men. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And John Barbados himself gets on stage and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for, Guns N' Roses. And we were like, holy shit. And Axel jumps up there. And they do their sad and <laughs> we're like, we're like this you close. open with you know? this? Actually, they open up with your crazy acoustic. <laughs> Go figure. And uh, yeah, to catch his breath from walking on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say jumped on stage. And, uh, I'm not quite I, sure I about climbed, that. maybe. I've watched some pretty awful, uh, awful YouTube videos of uh, the... Uh, you know the band. The band sounds fine, but he he sounded pretty bad in the videos I saw. Is you know, he sounding terrible. You know, like I'll, he can't get the notes out, and he's like really struggling. People ask me that all the time. It, the answer is there's up and down days. You know, yeah. like some days I've heard him like, "Holy shit, that guy still got it." And other times I'm like, "That guy is a horrendous walking Twinkie." You know, right. like yeah. just, <laughs> which is a hot commodity these days. <laughs> <laughs> Worth his weight in gold. Really, <laughs> literally. If you, if you there's a YouTube clip of um, 
of him. There's like a he's got a special stage handler, right? This dude with his bowler hat, and every between every song you notice in the set, he'll hide when they do their solos in this little tent, and it's an oxygen tent, and they feed him with like tons of oxygen so he can hit, get those high notes. Wow, and stuff. Wow. Yeah. wow. So he does his set. <laughs> And in between the main set and the encore, I'm starting to panic because I know I'm never going to get close to this fucking guy again. So I tell my story to this big depth bouncer, and that guy's like, well, man, that's a cool story and all, but uh, if I were you, I wouldn't show Mr. Rose your arm. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, because he hates his ex-bandmates. Right. And I'm like, right. And what do I do? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe. You got to just go for it at yeah. that point. Then what do you have to lose, really? Right. A couple like, of teeth? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, maybe get some other part of your body signed. And I'm like, ooh, good idea. So he goes, don't worry, I got you covered. And I'm like, great. And he goes, but it's going to cost you. And I was like, fuck. Uh, so he wanted uh, a bribe. Right? Son yeah. of a bitch. So I, I had 20 bucks in my pocket. That's all I had. So I gave it to him. And he goes, like, all right, you're good, son. You're good. So Axel comes back out. He does fucking Paradise City, some new crap Chinese democracy song. And then he closes with Night Train. And during Night Train, he's like peacing out. And he's like, thank you. Good fucking night. And right at that moment, I nudge the bouncer. Bouncer nudges Axel. And he goes, Mr. Rose. And Axel turns around. He sees me. And there I am with my Sharpie, my forearm out instead of my arm. Right. And I go, oh. and he looks at me and uh, he goes, eh, you rocked that all night. And he leans over and he signs my arm. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. Four down, one to go. And so. Wait, he signed your forearm? Yeah. So then I went to. You got to transfer it or something? We went to Jimmy Gestapo's uh, tattoo shop, New York right. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, we transferred it from here to there and we added it to the collection. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Axel, right. none the wiser. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. <laughs> Stupid Axel. <laughs> Swept that one right by him. You big dummy. <laughs> Can he sue you when this comes out? If if there's like a lot of what libel and why defamation, for what uh, it'd be hard. We'll talk for to Craig about that later. But I mean, he's got more money move. than Tommy. I mean, mm, yeah, if yeah, it comes true. down to it, it's whoever has more money. Mm. I, I'm the one who said he sucked. Well, yeah. Well, you, you should see me on the though. documentary. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm talking about for the documentary, not for oh, this yeah, radio yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. I'm talking about for the doc like, or, or for like moving. Like, if he's if he's pissed off enough that you moved. The signature, and he's surrounded by his his. No, that he couldn't sue. But if I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. he raped my sister and whatever, then maybe you know. Well, why defamation. did you say that? I, I, I what, what are you giving him? The, what the hell are you talking? About? <laughs> whatever. Giving him the go. But listen, this was four years ago, three years ago, right? right? And there's been a long dry spell between that and Izzy. Just like everyone said, you're never going to find Izzy. So. During that time, I've traveled all over the country. Speaking of a Tommy Rockstar, a star of where's Izzy? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> to, I've traveled all over to try to find this guy, California, all these fake leads, all these people saying, yeah, I could introduce you to him. Nothing. So then in December of last, of last year, right around this time, on my birthday, I scored tickets to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, right? And that was a big deal because a lot of people were saying that uh, this might be the year that the original lineup reunites, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought this was it for you. Really? I thought for sure you were going to get it. Right, me too. And so we score that. I'm super stoked over the winter. What's going to happen? Blah blah blah. And during this whole time, all my friends start saying to me, "Man, you should really, you should like make a movie about this. This is really cool." And I'm like, "Man, who the fuck cares? Like, this is just my little quest. It's not really that you know notable." Until I get a phone call from my buddy Scott Scott Long, who's a uh, promoter over at Europa and Greenpoint. And he knows a lot of people, and he said, "Tommy, I want you to meet somebody. I want you to come down to Europa." Uh, after hours and uh, meet someone. So I said, sure, and I came down. And afterwards, uh, we, we, we go down, and then the show stops, and we sit down. And he introduces me to my buddy Craig, who's here with us tonight. And Craig's a documentary filmmaker. He's made a lot of different movies and stuff. And he works with a guy named David Becker, who's also here with us. He's, they're both uh, shooters and uh, you know directors, and they do a lot of production stuff. And uh, they sit me down, they introduce themselves, and they say, hey, man, how would you feel if we made a short-length documentary about your quest? 
So I said, whoa, because it was kind of surreal to even think about that. And we talked about it, and it made sense to me, so we agreed. So they wanted to jump right in. Uh, around February of this past year, Guns did these little shows at like, uh, you know. You call them Guns? <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Well, for short. You're, you're the abbreviation king. That's right. Totes. <laughs> Jesus. Totes I was pre- leaving that alone. <laughs> Um, and they they started doing these shows at the the Webster Hall, but they build at the old Ritz shows, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, excuse because they put like an old tarp, like they got printed up that day. It's just the Ritz, you know, the total bullshit. But uh, that, so they filmed me there, and now it's time for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony in April. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all we can legally play. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Any more than five seconds, and he he bursts in here. Yeah, right. With his team, his legal team. <laughs> oh, I know that team. Die. And they're all wearing headbands and carrying microphones with these little protectors on. Like I this. know that team well. Yeah. All right, so go on. Go on. They, uh, so, yeah, we're going to Cleveland, and the film crew says, you know, this will be a great opportunity. We really think you might get this. And I'm like, me too. So we fly out, and we settle in, and we meet people, all, you know, people doing production assistant stuff and all this really cool people, people for HBO. We're shooting at the hall, and uh, now it's time for... Uh, the, the uh, ceremony the night before we go to see Duff McKagan do a book reading for his new book uh, It's So Easy and Other Lies right and w- that day Axel announces publicly that he's not going to be attending the Hall of Fame and he rejects his induction and all this bullshit and right it was kind of disheartening not for my interest in Axel but for the band reuniting you know but then you kissed your tattoo yeah. of Axel and said thank god that's all yeah I, that too <laughs> and so we said fuck it we'll see what happens and we go to um Duff's book reading and after the book reading I go upstairs kind of make my way kind of backstage area and I run into the three dudes from Green Day and they were there because they were inducting Guns N' Roses and I make eye contact with Trey Cool, who I've met a few times and he goes hey man you look familiar how do I know you and so we start rapping and talking and I tell him my story and he goes oh is he man uh, you know he I don't know if he's going to make it and I'm like I don't know hopefully we'll see we'll see you know so the next day uh, it's the day of the ceremony when Duff posts on his blog in Seattle Weekly a statement from Izzy, and Izzy goes, thanks for everybody and the fans. This is a great honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But he never says if he's going or not, so it's still up in the air. So we go to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony proper, and it's like a black tie kind of event. We're all snazzed up. We go on the red carpet. They shoot us going up, me and Marta, my girlfriend, and we slip in, and it's a total like star-studded affair. You got the faces; they're getting inducted, and the Beastie Boys, and it's just really great. And Chuck D's up there giving props to like you know Jimmy Gestapo. It's a, it's really crazy. And uh, now it's time for Green Day to induct Guns, and Billy Joe gets up there and he starts rattling off members of Guns and Roses like one by one, like Slash, you're a venerable guitar player, blah blah blah. Steven Adler, you've overcome adversity, da da da. And then he goes. Um, Axl Rose and the whole fucking arena just starts booing. You know, it was really glorious. (laughs) Dizzy, you're here, I guess. Gilby. Gilby Clark. Who can forget his contributions? Buckethead, thank you for showing up. (laughs) He just nods with the bucket on. So uh, they, and then he goes, uh, you know, and Izzy Stradlin. And you got to understand, these guys, my film crew are up there filming me, like, improperly because... uh, no filming allowed. Yeah, HBO's got the lockdown, but they're still they got a way to shoot me and our reactions. And he, and he goes, Izzy, wherever you are, you're not here. And we're like, ah, fuck. You know, that's. Oh, your heart must have just sank right there. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know until then. You didn't have like we an inside really scoop. Right. Like... We really didn't know. Hmm, that, that stinks. <laughs> but, but this is where the story gets really interesting. Uh, we didn't know 
what that we knew that he wasn't going to be there, but we need to know if he was backstage at all or if he was just who knew what. Right, so, right. Earlier that day, I get a phone call from a kid that, that I met in Cleveland who was working for HBO who calls me up while I'm being shot on camera and goes, hey, man, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, this is so-and-so. Uh, I got something that might interest you. And I'm like, what's that? And he tells me he's got an all-access crew pass for backstage at the Hall of Fame for the induction ceremony. And I was like, what? So we peel around the corner. We go to meet this kid. And basically, uh, we work at a deal. You know, he wants to try to get like 200 bucks out of me. You know, so I'm like, ah, we work a deal out. And I got this golden ticket. So not only am I going to this event, Old Black Tide, but now I've got this opportunity to like swap out, pull a Superman in a phone booth and turn into a roadie and go backstage. So I turn to my girlfriend after Guns performs and I go, baby, I'll be right back. Go in the bathroom, put on my fake roadie gear and gloves and everything. <laughs> play the part. This is like some <laughs> kind of... Crazy fucking. This mission. is like it's like this is like Fletch without the jokes. There's <laughs> <laughs> like at least like a to tall Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Exactly. What kind of name is Poon anyway? I was gonna say it's like Fletch, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wretch. Uh, Wretch. All right. So you go back there. You change into your uh, into your uh, fake roadie gear, fake roadie gear right? Which I'm so accustomed to doing. And right, at this point, you're you're a criminal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I go. I turn to my girlfriend and said, babe, my phone might die. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 30, 40 minutes, but uh, whatever happens, I love you. Meet me on the red carpet. She goes, good luck, right? Because I just had one pass. No matter which members of the road crew I have sex with, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, shoot backstage, and I see the first security guard I see, and I go, hey, hey, where's backstage? And he goes, out the front door, asshole. And I'm like, no, 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 backstage. And I show him the pass. And he goes, oh, right this way. Right, so, he he went straight for the asshole. Yeah, he was like, these guys are such dicks. Yep, these security yep. guys. My God, total like a little uh, bit of power. No interest. Holy in fuck! Just you could be polite and I throw know. people out places. I was I was being polite. So I he goes right this way and he sends Dickhead. me down this long corridor. Right, and now we're like in the annals of rock and roll. It's fucking like uh, you know Madison Square Garden style kind of arena, and I my biggest fear is getting pinched. I know I don't belong there. You know. And so I'm making a left and a right, and I, I see caterers, and I hear music, but uh, I, I'm basically worried that I'm going to get in trouble. So down this long corridor, I How see... How trouble could you possibly get in? Though? Well, you know, you've been in situations with this with me like this before. It's not too bad, but... Nah, you see, like, Boz Skaggs, and he's like, he's not supposed to be here! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, neither are you! <laughs> Indian burn! Yeah, exactly. Well, check this out. So there's this long corridor, and there's a light coming out of the end of the tunnel. And I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and I see this lone figure standing there. And I'm like, man, that's fucking security. I'm going to get pinched. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Just play the part. You've done this before. Right. And I start walking closer. And I'm like, that's no security guard. That's... It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. And there's Ronnie Often Wood. mistaken for a hulking security guard. <laughs> and he's just sitting there by himself in a tuxedo smoking a cigarette. So I kind of walk right up to him and I go, hey, Mr. Wood, my name is Tommy Rockstar. Was this, in was this inside? Inside, like the hall. Damn it, Ron Wood's allowed to smoke inside. Yeah. Motherfuckers, I Only knew him. it. Only him. I knew it. So I walk up and I go, Mr. Wood, my name is Tommy Rockstar and it's a pleasure to meet you. And he takes a puff of his cigarette. <laughs> Mr. He, Wood, Mr. Wood. <laughs> he goes... Oh, I might. It's a it's a pleasure to meet you too. And I sat there and had a smoke with him for a few minutes, shot the shit, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." But I got to keep moving because I'm gonna get in trouble. So I, I say goodbye and I make a left and a right, and now I'm backstage behind the curtain of the ceremony itself. I've got to go, Ron Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Great things await me. I, I could I could get your band signatures, but they're next. I'm on a journey, Ron Wood. I'm on a, I'm on a quest, Mr. Wood. Exactly. <laughs> Completely understood. This yeah, chapter yeah. doesn't include you. <laughs> 
And so there I am behind the, this curtain, and I see a silhouette of Anthony Kiedis and Flea getting inducted. You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm in the right spot. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, they were the last ones inducted. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Next to Zoot Suit Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> public enemy. So I'm not even qualify as music. Go ahead. I make a left and a right, and there I am. I turn the corner in the in the like the mecca of all rock rock and roll backstage dumb. Accepting your trophy <laughs> for being in the room, <laughs> fanboy of the year. I'm getting inducted myself. <laughs> Sitting on an Anvil road case is is Slash with his leather top hat and his porn star wife and fucking Duff and his model wife and the three dudes from Green Day and Alice Cooper and Chris Rock and Kid Rock and everybody there. <laughs> all the rocks, all the rocks, <laughs> family of rocks, and I'm like, holy shit. But then I get really scared because all of a sudden there's all these like high end. Was Rock there? Uh, <laughs> the Rock? No, uh, uh, Charles Dutton. <laughs> Charles Dutton. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton. <laughs> no, go ahead, sir. No, and uh, these security guards start eyeing me like, "Who's this new kid?" So to play the part, I pick up my cell phone, which is basically dead at this point, just about to die, and I put it up to my ear, and I just start pacing back and forth and going. No, no, the wires were supposed to be moved stage left. They're not supposed to be right. And you're just playing the part of a fake roadie, you know, a fake production guy. Meanwhile, wires been done for two days. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nobody, nobody calls them wires. Yeah, cables. <laughs> Throw them out. So uh, I got to act. I got to move quick, you know, so the, I'm hanging. Hey, look, it's Ron Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving quick. And all of a sudden, Trey Cool from Green Day spots me. And he turns around. He's talking to Alice Cooper. And he turns around and he goes, what are you doing here? And I go, man, I'm looking for Izzy. And he's like, I told you he's not going to be here. And I'm like, dude, I got to find out. And he goes, come here. And I go, what? And he goes, give me your phone. And I'm like, why? And he goes, pull up Google Earth. I'll show you exactly where he lives in, in California. And I was like, whoa. Wow. So he starts pulling it up. Right at that moment, Duff walks by. So I run up to Duff and I go, hey, Duff, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm that guy. And I pull up my arm and he goes, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly are. <laughs> and uh, I think Trey Poole could face some criminal charges there. Trey Cool, yeah. Trey Cool. Trey Cool, yeah, sorry. I know. I actually know a guy named Trey Poole. It's his real name. That's why. Really? I, yeah. So Duff's like, oh, man, is he? I don't know. I don't know where he is. So I'm like, no big deal. And security starts to eye me more. And all of a sudden, I see Slash. I'm like, going for the kill. So I go up to Slash and I tap him on the shoulder and he turns around and I go, hey, Slash, um, my name is Tommy and I'm looking for Izzy Stradlin. I'm looking for his autograph in my arm. And right there, his drunk wife pulls me over and goes, fuck Izzy, I'll sign your arm. Oh, boy. Oh, and good. Like, Thank well, you. I've waited all this time yeah. for your signature. Per Thanks, Perla. <laughs> <laughs> so right at that moment, I go, well, that'd be really nice, but all of a sudden, two hands the back of my shoulder. Who are you? What are you doing here? Why are you bothering the stars? Blah, blah, blah. So they take me, and they throw me into a, like an alley, and they're like, get out of here. So <laughs> they pick you up by your limbs. Exactly. Oh boy. And I dust myself that's what off. Happened to me with Sting. Really? Yeah. That's cool. how Don't you know you just had to explain? Uh, you had to talk about Milwaukee to Alice Cooper, and everything would have been fine. Pretty much. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> even get to him. <laughs> Milwaukee. So I dust myself off, and uh, I I look up, and there I see Matt Sorum and Stephen Adler doing an interview on television for Rolling Stone. Right. So I'm like, ah. But the problem is. I've been hey, you're tall, to so you're pretending like you're Duff McKagan. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Younger, dilapidated brother. <laughs> So my whole thing is, if you guys know anything about this quest, I've been trying to avoid Matt Sorum because a couple years ago I met Matt Sorum. Right, and you don't want to get the Matt, you, you feel obligated to get the tattoo and you don't want Matt Sorum on <laughs> Right, well the thing is Matt Sorum saw my arm and automatically assumed he should sign it, uh -huh. so he signed my arm. <laughs> right, right. So then I put a poll on... <laughs> and he's a tattoo artist, <laughs> well, which made it... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm not looking for the cult's autographs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I put, I put a poll on yeah, Facebook. I think I saw some metal drumsticks over there. <laughs> never play find with me those. in Asbury. <laughs> so I put a poll on Facebook saying, like a couple years ago, hey guys, so look who I met, should I keep him or not? And 
I left it up to my friends if I should keep them. And of Which course, is a ridiculous thing to do. Everybody wrote back being like, no, fuck that guy. Let it wash off. So that's what I did. So there's no mat on me. So he walks by after his interview and he walks by and goes, Wait a minute. I read that on the Matt Sorum forum. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Sorum forum, yeah. Sorum forum. The, yeah. Matt, the Matt Sorum right. forum. As Dan Darrow would call him, Fat Sorum. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, how do I know you? And I go, uh, well, you might know me from this. And I just went in for the kill and showed him my arm. And he goes, oh, yeah. Hey, look, you've got Slash and you've got Axel, but you don't have me. And I was like, uh, well, you see, the thing about that is, and right at that moment, he interrupts himself and goes, oh, and you don't have Izzy. And I'm like, well, funny you should say that. Little does he know, while I'm talking to him, I'm pulling like a Blair Witch and like filming him, like from my hand, the palm of my hand. And he goes, well, you know, Izzy lives in Ojai, California. And I'm like, well, that's what I've heard. And he's like, but don't tell anyone, you know? And I'm sitting there filming him. Told everybody. Ah, exactly. It's on YouTube. Yeah. I have a feeling this isn't like Dylan when he was hiding out in upstate New York and people were like trying to figure out where maybe, he lives. Like, maybe don't tell like... anyone that Izzy lives in in, uh, in, in Ojai, California. <laughs> well, you got on a side note. You got to understand, Izzy has no label, no no press agent, no manager, no PR, no merch, no fucking I understand. nothing. You know, it's impossible to find. <laughs> He's like one of us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. It's like I finding it. hairdo. <laughs> Good luck with that, asshole. I'm gonna tell you this. Don't tell anybody. He lives. In flushing <laughs> so right at that moment steven adler pops out and if you remember i had dinner with that dude so he goes oh well, hey man how's it going and i'm like hey what's going <laughs> Sounds on like is he like a brian alien <laughs> he kind of kind of kind of <laughs> and uh but like longer hair you know <laughs> popcorn they call him you know and yeah, oh, that's right so he goes what's up man and i'm like hey man congrats on your big night and he's like thank you thank you i'm like hey steven buddy i'm i'm, I'm, I'm looking for izzy and he's like Oh man, he's he's not here, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But if you pull out Google Maps, I'll show you where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his phone number and his social security number. So I start thinking, like, you know, that's awesome, but I got to get the hell out of here before I get pinched. So I say, you know, my goodbyes, and I leave, and I pass again. Chris Rock, Kid Rock. All of a sudden, Ronnie Wood comes over to me one last time and goes, "Oh, it's a real pleasure to meet you." And I'm like, "It was a pleasure to meet you too, Mr. Wood." I leave. I go on the red carpet. Push your stiff arm, Ronnie Wood. You're like running out. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, Wood. <laughs> Come on, Ron, back off me, man. I'm, I'm busy here. I gotta find Izzy. <laughs> and so uh, I, I meet Martin on the red carpet, and we rejoice. And they caught it. All, they caught it all on film, and it was a great kind of oh, thing. Oh, you got that on film? That's awesome. As, well, the the me and Marta meeting up front right. and me telling the story, and as much as I could film, but. It, it was a great fail in the end because I never got him. Right, here's a trick. You ever think of going back there with the camera? Well, I tried, but like I really felt. Then you so... could film your own documentary and uh, and <laughs> sneak backstage I, as a cameraman. I, right. I film. I and film, get and a cameraman's wages. Too. I did film me and Ronnie Wood a little bit. I filmed me and Steven Adler Zach and Matt. Garden. So there's some filming going on back there. <laughs> it's the entire movie's you and Ron Wood. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an unintelligible crossroads. Right. Like, <laughs> so ba- standing there in silence for 20 minutes. Ron working. Wood keeps photobombing this dock left and right. Like he just keeps jumping in. Hello, everyone. There he is again. <laughs> so basically, it was a great fail, but for cinematic purposes, we thought it was cool. So we now they got the whole summer going on. Well, now it's cool. Like even if you don't get. Uh, you know, get the autograph. Now you're getting this awesome footage of right. the movie and stuff, and that's all part of the exactly, story. So exactly, exactly. It's a win, and it's hard. I don't want to give away too much, but the, you know, a lot of it doesn't translate the way I see it. Is what the story they're going to tell. You know what I mean? Okay. So we talked about that a lot. Tommy, don't give too much away, but at the same time, what I'm saying is different from my eyes. What they're going to tell, you know, might be totally 
Oh yeah. Well, you know, I'm intrigued. I, I'll, the power. I, I would want to watch this. A lot yeah, of people exactly. in the chat box saying they want to watch it. So. Oh, awesome. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Yeah, the chat yeah, box well, says um, they want to see it. Bef- before I forget, we're still you know finishing the shooting of it, but uh, I would. I and it's not really my place to say, but I would assume that maybe sometime next year is when we really get going on its release and all that stuff. So bear right. with us. But and we'll, you we'll, we'll find out whether Tommy actually got the final piece of the puzzle. Exactly. The Izzy Stradlin autograph. The elusive Izzy Stradlin autograph. Well. <laughs> well, well. So here, here we are in the summer of this year, and now it's like, what the fuck, man? What do I got to do to find this guy? Is this guy ever going to show up? And sure enough, in London, he shows up to do the last two shows of the O2 Arena with Guns. Ron and- Wood? No, it's- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Hello, get out of here, Ronnie. <laughs> They've actually Stop played it. together. Uh, Izzy and Ron Wood have played <laughs> in '89 at the LA Forum. You got to get Ron Wood. That's my- <laughs> I'm getting Ron Wood's autograph. <laughs> I'm getting Ron Woods on him. tattooed on my arm. I think we can all do it. Yeah, yeah. at this point. Well, just Tommy will hook us I'll up. I'll do it before the, before the end of the show. I'll have it. I'll be back in two hours. I saw them uh, on so- Saturday at the uh, Barclays. They were fucking amazing, the Stones. They, oh, yeah. they were really, yeah. really good. Anyway, so um, now we got the summer, and uh, what's going to happen in Guns N' Roses, long story short, announces the residency in Vegas, okay? It's a full month-long residency at the Hard Rock, Cafe, uh, Hard Rock Hotel. And uh, they turned the whole city into Paradise City Road and the, the whole shebang. And I'm thinking, like, do I really want to go see this fucking lineup for the 18th time just to fucking get Izzy? And I start thinking, like, start getting into Izzy's head, you know, like a true stalker, you know, like wearing a skin on my face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I start thinking, like, following his footsteps. And if Izzy's going to show, it, you know, well, the chances are he might because they're stationary and they're being in one place. It's close to California where he lives. And... If he's going to show, it'd probably be the last weekend of the run. Right. So you mean like a, a guest, like he'd jump up on stage and right. do a guest shot or something. Right. On this, okay. If you guys, I don't know the, the audience out there, if they, some of you might not follow, he's not in Guns N' Roses. None of these old guys are. It's just Axel and his band. Right. And so. Bunch of hired guns. Exactly. Tommy Stinson. Tommy Stinson. Uh, come on. Yeah, Tommy Stinson. He's a hired gun, though. <laughs> Did you Tom, meet him? <laughs> I've met him before at, uh, with uh, actually Green Day played a small show at um, a City Winery and he was there and he was really cool, but he, that guy looks like a total burnout nowadays you know he's really like he's a cool dude but he's just in his own world you know what i mean so uh he's not a logical adult like like us you know he he functions where he <laughs> internet he, radio show and guns and roses <laughs> tattoos yeah. well it's funny he has a daughter that is a musician too apparently because i i work with a girl that was like oh my friend you should listen to my friend's band and i was and she sent it over to me and the girl's last name was stinson i was like <laughs> and she's like oh yeah her dad's kind of famous too and i was like is her dad tommy stinson and she was like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you I know think, who he is i should tell him that he'll think it's great and i'm like i'm pretty sure he hears it enough. yeah yeah i yeah. think he lives in upstate new york he's a local guy he's yeah. friends like jesse mel and those guys he hangs out but um cool dude but you know he's just kind of being paid along he's yeah. been in that band by the way longer than duff has you know he's been like mm-hmm. 10 years now or whatever anyway so i decided to buy tickets and the film crew is like well if you go we'll go you know this is what else are we going to do we got to try to get you find it so i start meeting a kid on facebook who politely starts offering to get me in touch with izzy and i've had a lot of leads over the years that uh People saying, hey, I know this, I know this guy. But this kid claims he's working for Izzy's Army, which is Izzy's, like, social media campaign, you know, in the vein of the Kiss Army. Because Izzy, right. <laughs> Izzy has no, As like... opposed to the Army Army. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Izzy's got, like, no social media preference, uh, presence, so people do this for him. Uh, and he starts going back and forth with me and kind of toying with me, saying, like, hey, uh, you know, I might be able to do this, and he's... Then he says he'll try to get in touch with him, and then a couple weeks later says, hey, I talked to Izzy, this is what he said, and he sends me this following letter and says, hey, man, tell this Tommy guy that I'm honored that he go to such great lengths to try to find me. 
and tell him that um, I'd be willing to sign him and that it would be in his best interest to bring his Sharpies to the last two nights of the Vegas wow. residency. Wow, what a score. Right. So I was like, wow. Sweet deal. But I, I didn't know to believe this kid from a hole in the wall because I don't know him, you know? So I'm taking it with a grain of salt, but I'm telling Marta and I'm telling the crew and I'm like, well, we'll see what happens. And as it gets closer, he starts getting more and more descript about like how we should meet. He said, "Would would you be adverse? Would you <laughs> the be back in the Denny's?" Yeah. yeah. No, he goes. He goes. Bring five hundred cash. <laughs> no cops. Meet <laughs> me by the green dumpster. <laughs> he goes. Would you be adverse to having dinner with him and his wife Anne? And I was like, uh, "Sure, that that'd be great." Wow. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And then at one point, he goes, "You know, hey." Izzy likes to ride dirt bikes in the desert, and we're going to be in the desert. Would you mind if we, we met in the desert and Izzy just kind of rode up on a bike? And I was like, what? <laughs> Izzy wants to know if you're circumcised. <laughs> you're going to get sand in my dinner. <laughs> and this is where I start to like really quite. You guys ever see that show Catfish on MTV? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, starting yeah, yeah. to enter Catfish territory here a little bit. You know? Right. Well, that guy's, you're not a douche like that guy. Right. right. So fucking all of a sudden, uh, time for Vegas, and it's the morning of the flight where I wake up, and the Hard Rock, the joint, which is the club at the Hard Rock, announces publicly that, yes, sure enough, Izzy's going to be there. So I'm like, wow, this is really happening, regardless of this like kid bullshitting me or not. So we... So there I am in the desert. Oh, so you think that kid was uh, pulling your leg? We don't know. But, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell Everybody's stuck in sand. <laughs> right. we, I, he, was, he was being really helpful and nice, but we never really ended up heard it, hearing from him the whole time. You know, So uh, we fly out there. And uh, we get out there the day before the film crew, and we're just kind of enjoying Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. When uh, we start texting our source, this kid, and kind of getting no response and starting to question him. Well, Friday rolls around, and there's two shows, Friday night and Saturday night. And so we meet up with the crew. We do all this filming, get to know the place. And you guys got to understand the whole casino is decked out in Guns N' Roses stuff. Every staff member is wearing like the rape scene shirt. You know, and the, the Axles 55 Chevy's on display, and there used to be a slash uh, display. They took all that down, obviously. So uh, we're definitely in the right spot. Um, and now it comes time for the show, and it's like 9 o'clock. Uh, we're getting close, but, you know, Axel doesn't really start till 12. So we're waiting, getting ready. 12 o'clock, Marta and I go in. We have kind of like a general admission. We make our way all the way to the front. About five, six songs in, Axel goes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Izzy's traveling. And he comes out, and he does that song 14 years off Use Your Illusions. And it was in... Like you said, use your illusions, like Woody. <laughs> Even though that, that's, you know, you, there's two albums, I get it. Yeah, or, it should have been one. But you, one. you like the first use your illusions tapes? <laughs> yeah. Well, each one was two tapes, too. So. Right. Oh, was it? Yeah, I had the double tapes for each one. Oh, each wow. one I was... just got the vinyl. That's already. right, yeah, they were two tapes a piece, I think. Yeah. I used to yeah. play all four of them at one time. <laughs> like the flaming lips. Like, like, yeah, I thought it was Zarika. It's like a John Cage piece. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... It's kind of maddening because we are like 10 feet from Izzy. And Was it Dan Lilkers? <laughs> <laughs> and we're. Marta and I, you know, I'm screaming at Izzy and showing my arm. What's he going to do? He's on fucking stage. You know, he's not going to stop the show and sign me. <laughs> oh, shit. It's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Axel. I guess. But, um, Fair enough. Fistful of metal. <laughs> and so after the show, we get really deflated and uh, we're. We're rocking out, and no Izzy, and all of a sudden Marta spots this woman named Beta or Betta. And Betta, if you know anything about guns, is Axl Rose's like mom, his handler, right? And she, a little backstory on her, was Stephanie Seymour's Stephanie Seymour's housemaid in the '90s when he was married to Stephanie Seymour. Okay, and she moved up to uh, like handler or whatever. Yes, and uh, somehow she sided with him. She's from Brazil, and she didn't speak a lot of English, but she, they they liked each other. And Axl had all these issues growing up, so he, he had a mother figure. She became his handler, and she has a son named Fernando. And they're, they're, these two people are called Team Brazil, and they're like Axel's 
main, main handlers. This is some world these people live <laughs> in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. So Marta, I don't know how she noticed, but she's like, isn't that that beta woman? And I'm like, yeah. So I walk over, and I go, hey, beta, and I tell her my story. And she goes, oh, sweetie, well, you know, uh, Izzy doesn't uh, hang out very much after the show, but uh, maybe after I, I can let you know. And I'm like, well, could I give you my number? And she's like, well, yes, of course. And so the piece of confetti shot out from Paradise City that I wrote my number on. I said, beta. <laughs> <laughs> You're making this shit up. I swear. <laughs> I'm like, beta, anything, like, even just a text, just let me know if he's around. It really means a lot to me. I'm out here doing the whole thing. She goes, okay, I'll try. Well, the film crew comes on, they film me, and they're like, you really think she's going to call you? And 30 minutes later, she calls me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, Tommy, listen, I want to tell you, Izzy, he, he's not here, he's left, but uh, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow night's show. And we're like, thanks, beta. But you know, now I got her number. So I could pester her all weekend, you know? Yeah. Exactly what she wants. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know that moment before she called you and she's like, well, this guy called me all the time after this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. I think he seemed okay. <laughs> so the next You have a nice face. And then Ronnie... And then, <laughs> Ronnie Wood. You then Ronnie, Ronnie Wood, Wood calls you. He's like... <laughs> how'd, he, how'd it go tonight, Tommy? Everything good? <laughs> I heard you were in Vegas. <laughs> I flew out. I heard you were in Vegas. Leave I'm me still alone, in Ronnie. Cleveland. I'm stuck. Shut up, Ronnie. <laughs> I'm still stuck in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out. So... Pick me up, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's still locked in the same spot. They, they closed the garage doors while he was smoking. He couldn't get back in. Can't figure out the bloody driving thing here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guitar playing bit. The next day, it's Saturday and the final show, and now we're getting nervous, you know? So we, we do all these pickup shots on the roof and this. It's really cool. Uh, and uh, I run into a bunch of other fans in the hallways, and they're like, oh, is he? Yeah, he was just here like 20 minutes ago. And we were like, what? And they show us these pictures of Izzy hanging out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And we talk to some of those people. When all of a sudden I run into a girl who I heard about on the internet who also has all four signatures of Guns N' Roses tattooed in her body except for Izzy. And she's there looking for his tattoo but for, on her leg. This like bigger girl from like Detroit, right? <laughs> so she's like, Your oh. arch nemesis. <laughs> You're being very polite. No, she was very nice. Okay. So she goes, hey, you know who that is over there, right? And I'm like, no. She's like, that's Fernando. And I'm, that's Beta's son. Was it Dan Lilkers? <laughs> and, and so... Uh, just ignore me. I'm no, going to play on my computer. We're almost wrapping up. I just uh, And uh, I go over to this Fernando guy and I tell him my story. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. Talk to your mom. Is there any way? And he's like, well, I will try my best. You know, maybe after this show we will try to blah, blah, blah. So they, long story short, they go on again at 12. Marta and I go in. Izzy, sure enough, comes out. And now we're just pissed because we, we know we can't get close to him. So we actually leave the show halfway through. And we're like, this is just torturous. Let's just go play slots, you know? So we're, we're gambling. <laughs> Which is less torturous. Yeah, we actually made money. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm no poker stud like you, but uh, one day. If you ever want to kill yourself. Slowly. Slowly play poker in the casino for 16 hours yeah, straight. It was kind of brutal. Yeah. So uh, we come back at 3 o'clock, and the film crew's there, and they're filming me, and all of a sudden the show's letting out, and everyone's like, if you're going to find Izzy, you know, you got to wait. Wait by the door. There's only one way out of here. Just wait. And so it's 3, 3.15, 4, 4.15, 4.35. All of a sudden everyone's like, VIP's coming out, all the fans out, and every time, once in a while, I ask somebody, and they'd be like, well, Izzy? No, man, that guy's not around. He's long gone. 5, 5.36. Waiting all the way, and all of a sudden, like the la one of the last people out of the club is Beta, and she's carrying all the stuff, and it's the end of her whole residency there. She's, and I go, Beta, Beta, I run over, and she goes, Oh, sweetie, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, is he, uh, he's, he's not here, but uh, you know, he's still in the building. And I go, 
what? And she's like, you know, he sleep here maybe tomorrow. And I was like, gee, thanks. I appreciate it. And then I'm I'm still freaking out. Like, how could I have gone this far and not gotten it? You know? Right. And that's all out on film, me freaking out. And you're in the same building as him at this point. Yes, but I where? You know, it's like three towers in the casino. Uh, it's it's maddening. So then the calls are coming from inside the building. <laughs> you're playing the Izzy Stradlin. Stra- uh, the slot machine. Exactly. Yeah, they actually had one. That's a full <laughs> uh, Guns N' Roses slot machine? Yeah, pin- did they, they did? Yeah, all this stuff. I've never seen I that. Played their, I played their pinball. It's horrible. Yeah, the uh, pinball uh, yeah. I never, I've seen, but I hadn't played I it. like Ron Wood pinball. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole- the ball just goes up and goes right in the hole every time. <laughs> the flippers don't work. The whole, the, whole, uh, the whole place is decked out guns, you know? So basically, uh, the last, last, last person to come out of the, of the show is Fernando, the, right. the son. And I run up to him and I go, hey, man, I'm sorry to bother you. And he's like, I'm sorry, but is he not here, blah, blah. And I go, you know, your mom told me that he is still in the building. And he goes, well, technically I shouldn't tell you this, but uh, he is in the HRH tower. Uh, maybe you get him on the way out in the morning. And I was like, wow. And I'm like, can you give me any more info? He's like, well, I know we called the car service for him at 11 in the morning, so maybe. And I'm looking at my watch and it's like 7 in the morning. <laughs> And I'm like, shit. I'm like, I can't fuck this up. I'm like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So I run over to the film guys. I'm like, guys, here's the deal. And they're like, all right, we're up. We're, we're all about it, you know? So they go off and like unwind from a long night. And I run straight to the this HRH tower, scope the place out, make a little map, make sure I know exactly where I'm going. Then I go to the front desk and get like a wake-up call. But instead of 11, I make it for 9.30, just in case. It's probably a smart move. I would, you know, you know me, Harry. I'm always oh, late. Jesus Christ. I'm always late. I was right? telling somebody about this. Uh, let's put it this worst. way. I I dropped out of high school because... You didn't order any t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Um, I dropped out of high school because I overslept like every fucking year. I delivered Every pe- year, every day. <laughs> every day. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Every year. I, I overslept... Pe- Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rockstar, you've overslept the entire year. That's exactly what my guidance counselor told me. Zero point zero. <laughs> so uh, the... The uh, I delivered pizzas for six years, late every day of my life, so I wasn't going to fuck this up, you know? So I run up to the hotel room where Marta is, and she's like, did you get him? Because she was up there, and I said, no, babe, but here's the deal. There's a chance in the morning or in a few hours, I need some big help from you. I'm going to pass out in all my clothes, in my boots, with my Sharpie in my hand. I just need you to wake me up at 9.30. And, she's and don't like, draw on me. <laughs> That'd be great so if she wrote Where's Izzy on your head my head on my forehead Right Izzy sucks on your head And then you finally meet him And you're shaking hands with him And he's just looking at you like Are you fucking kidding me? Come right up with one Axel's bandanas oh, What am I? A fucking uh, stepchild? Where's mine? Did you ask for one? Yeah I just saw a bunch of hands Oh like. god Don't worry about it I know And so hey, John, Give me volume <laughs> Thank you dude. Uh, Okay. Sorry, Harry. Go ahead. I just gotta keep moving. So, uh, and yeah, so keep moving. Uh, it's, you know, you got you're on a time limit here, yeah. buddy. I'm not. I don't uh, want to hold you. No, it's the end of the story. Wrapping up here. So <laughs> you're right. So uh, <laughs> we. Uh, it's we, one thing I've learned is that it's that uh, people who, who say it's uh, to make a long story short. They go longer. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm bad at that. <laughs> I told you I digress before we started. Yeah. Um, so I know more more about beta than I've uh, <laughs> ever you needed to know. Yeah. So uh, I go to, I go to sleep at like six seven in the morning. And two hours later, fucking all the alarms are going off. My girlfriend's prodding me, like, get up, get up. And I'm like, Ugh. And she's like, you have to get up. Get it sounds up. like Ryan coming <laughs> during the Shirley game. <laughs> so sorry I missed that. <laughs> I was, no, you're not. That was disturbing. And oh, so you missed it. She, she, she 
gets me out of bed. I'm like, fuck, I got to do this. I can't fuck up. I splash some water in my face, run out the door, call the film guys. Guys, let's do this. And, you know, they're like, all right, fuck it. The troopers, they, they come down and they, they're, they're, they're getting ready. And uh, I run straight for this HRH tower across the whole, the, the quad or whatever. And I see Axel's stage handler dude, that, that dude with the bowler hat, playing craps. And I'm like, that's a good sign. Maybe I should talk to him. And I'm like, you know what? Don't fuck around. Just go straight there. Every minute counts, you know? So I bolt past him, and I run into this like kind of special closed-off lobby. And I go to the receptionist. And I go, hey, uh, do, you, do you know if, uh, if that Izzy guy is still here? And she's like, well, what's his last name? I could look it up. And I'm like, wow. So she starts typing in Stradlin, da-da-da. And she's like, I don't see anything under that name. And then I'm like, what about his real last name? And she's like, well, what's that? And I'm like, Isbell, I-S-B-E-L-L, like a bell. And right at that exact moment, a bell goes off, elevator doors open, and he walks out. Wow. And I was like, holy shit, right? And like, it, things just got really surreal. And my first instinct was to go running over to him, right? Because he's checking out. And mind you, 30 fucking seconds. Had I been there like 30 seconds later, I would have missed him. <laughs> One day I'll get the center. There's your bell. That's, thank, thank you. That's the elevator opening. <laughs> yes. Every time a bell rings, Tommy Rockstar gets a tattoo. I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so <laughs> I take a step towards him, and then I stop. And then I see this like bubble over my head and I see this bubble of my director who's standing behind me stabbing me in the face with a fork for not filming it because these guys hadn't got a chance to get down there yet. So I was like, uh, uh, fuck, fuck, uh. So I just turned to the clerk and I go, f f f film me. And she's like, what? And she's like, I'm like, film me. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, I, I bet you they get a lot of fucked up requests it's in Vegas, Vegas baby. Yeah. Right. We're like, here's, a, like, what? here's a brush and a canvas. Paint me. Paint me, <laughs> <laughs> Paint me like one of your French women. Do it. <laughs> so she goes, what? And I just flip open my phone and I throw it to her. I'm like, whatever you do, don't stop filming. So he comes walking over with his crew, his entourage, his wife, and he's got his bags and he's all checking out. <laughs> And uh, I run up to him and go, Mr. Stradlin, uh, my name is Tommy Rockstar, and I flew all the way to New York just to get your autograph. Would you be so kind? And his crew kind of sees him and goes, all right, we'll let him be for a second. And he turns to me and goes, yeah, sure. How many people does he have with him? Four people, I think. You're kidding me. Yeah. Is he getting paid? Is he paying these he's people? Dude, dirt at, bikes? Pat, 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 he is probably the richest dude in that band, but maybe even over Axel. Because he wrote all those songs, he gets all publishing, everything on, off Appetite, wow. and, and Lies. He's the main songwriter. And I'm kidding. if Axel's good management, yeah, did he yeah, write yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, you know, you should have just broken copyright like we do, and then just waited for him to yeah, sue yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, maybe I took a step ahead, Pat. It, maybe uh, maybe Axel's got the more money because the name, but he's the next in line. And because they grew up in Lafayette, Indiana, they're, they're bros. He he gives him all the money. Slash right. stuff. No, isn't he an no. artist too? Am I getting that wrong? Doesn't he paint or something? And uh, That's Chris. Uh, yeah, no, I know that, but I thought Izzy too for some reason. Yeah. So, no, he, so Chris Mars is a successful uh, painter. Yeah. So you meet him. Well, so I meet him, and he, I go, "Would you, would you be so kind to sign me?" And he goes, "Sure." What do you got? Thinking I'm giving him vinyl or something, and I go, "Me," and I pull on my arm. <laughs> You Happy should, birthday! You, you should have you whipped out your penis. That was, that was next. That was next. And uh, so he looks at me like, "Huh?" And uh, he, I give him the sharpie, and he starts signing my arm, and he starts laughing. And I go, well, "What's so funny?" He should have crossed out the other three guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you. Don't he like should have toyed them you. as yeah. in graffiti terms. And uh, total and, toy. Yeah. And he's la he's like strike out. And he's laughing, and uh, I go, what's up? And he goes, um, 
Well, I just thought by now you certainly would have had me already. I'm laughing because you like Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, well, Mr. Stradlin, not for nothing, but you're one of the hardest people to find on the planet. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I, I know. And he signs me. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> There's Ron Wood. Why don't you go talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here, Tommy. <laughs> Shut up, Ron. Come yeah. over, Tommy. Let's Tommy. have a chat. Let's <laughs> Ron Wood's got Tom's, Tommy's bags. He's waiting to go up to the room. He's like, Come on. <laughs> Ron, Wood's, Ron Wood's trying to sign. Tommy, Tommy's punching him off. Run wood, bell up. Bell up. Hi, mate. Shine your boots, Governor. I dress uh. like this to help you. <laughs> so we going undercover. Uh, if you so want, if you undercover. want, mate, you can sign me. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, so basically, Goldfinger, gold uh, to live and let die. Um, <laughs> Of the day. <laughs> hey, Ron Wood, can you name as many uh, James Bond's movies in 30 seconds as possible? Right. Goldeneye. I don't want to play gold, fucking gold Jeopardy, Ron Wood. Uh, to live and let die. Um, <laughs> of the day. Okay. Go ahead, right, Tommy. So I'm sorry. Rod I know you got to go. Cunt. <laughs> no, he, he co- Tommy's so, really got to go to his yeah, birthday I'm, I'm is abrasion, which makes no sense, <laughs> the title of that your party. I had to. I had to. <laughs> so he signs me, and all of a sudden I turn around, and the girl's like, like her face is just stone like filming me and I'm like did you get it and she's like yeah and I'm like yes and so I run out to the casino and I'm by myself for a minute and all of a sudden this is when like the world crashes on me and it hits me and I'm like you must have freaked out it's over you guys don't understand like I I freaked out I I started hyperventilating yeah and I was like I'm by myself you know and I'm like holy holy shit like I, I, I did it holy shit and I start fucking bursting into tears I'm hyperventilating I'm like holy shit and Marta calls and I'm like baby 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 and she's like what's wrong and I'm like uh, I, I fucking did it and she's like get the fuck out of here and I'm like yes she's like I'll be right down and I'm sitting there and I go to a slot machine and I kind of bowl over and I start bawling and a security sees me on the, yeah. on the secret cameras <laughs> I lost it all yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. here's a bus ticket go home young man <laughs> Gambler's Anonymous card, <laughs> and they and they see me. And they walk over and they go, "Sir, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Is is is?" And they're like, "Is what?" And I'm like, "Is is is he is he?" And they're like, "Is he what?" And I'm like, "Is he straddling?" And I tell them the whole story, and they're like, "Is he straddling is what, he, sir?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is he moving? Is he breathing? (laughs) Exactly. And I tell him, is it the man at the crabs table with the bowler's hat? (laughs) Exactly. And so I tell him the story, and the security guards are like, "Oh, that's fucking awesome!" And I'm like, "Dude, you don't understand." And right at that exact moment, it's so weird. My father calls me out of nowhere. It's like 9:30 in the morning in Vegas, right? And he's like, "Tomer, how are you doing?" And I'm like, "Dad." Dad, you wouldn't. He's like, "What's wrong, son? What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Dad, you wouldn't." I fucking. He's like, "What did they do to you?" Your dad sounds like Beta. Yeah, little, dad, I can't do accents. I mean, and your dad's probably been, you know, in the Czechoslovakian prison. He's yeah, probably yeah. in a tough times. So yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He did. Tommy, Ronnie Wood is here. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he want you? He won't leave. <laughs> he won't leave the house in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to autograph his arm. <laughs> I, 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 so I basically I say to him. Like, Dad, uh, some good stuff. I'll call you right back. And right, all of a sudden, the film crew comes walking over, right? Now, in their defense, like, they had, like, an hour's sleep. They got up as fast as I could, but they've got a lot of gear to get together and all this stuff. They couldn't make the shot. And so they don't know that I've met Izzy, right? And they don't know I have you. They just see me bowled over in a slot machine bawling tears. 
and they think something wrong because the first day we started shooting at Trash Bar to do my interview. Show me where Izzy touched you. <laughs> <laughs> Point on this doll. Yeah. I have this Ron Wood doll you can use. <laughs> Point to this Ron Wood bobblehead doll. <laughs> Don't touch me, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm up against the slot machine and I'm crying and freaking out and hyperventilating and, and they walk over and they're, and they're like, what, what's wrong? Because the first day we shot a Trash Bar in the middle of my interview i got a phone call that my uncle paulie latex's dad died you know so i really i remember that it was yeah, a horrible yeah. thing yeah, bad timing so they really thought something like that happened and i'm fucking crying and and i'm like ruh 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 and they're like what and i'm like roll 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 the camera roll the camera ronnie wood sorry roll the camera ooh 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 la la and uh, and fucking basically they, they they mobilize really quick and they start shooting me and David over here comes right up and he starts like getting in my face and I'm like oh, oh, and he's like through his eyes I could tell he's like what's wrong and I'm like oh, I fucking did it and I pulled up my arm and David's eyes light up he was just like oh. but I look over at Craig who's the director and you know his whole thing is getting the shot and he we just looks at me get it. and he's like oh. right but he doesn't know I have the shot. And so Marta comes running over and they film me and it's like this amazing embrace and like we shoot that and then they stop rolling and Craig's like kind of pacing back and forth and I'm like, I put my arm on him and like I'm in tears and I'm like, Craig, just because I love you, I want to let you know I got that all on film. And he was like, yes, you know, so at least we have some semblance because it's really hard when you're doing documentary shooting, it's incredibly hard to be everywhere at every time. You, you know how many times he wanted to catch things you just couldn't catch, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, no one Unless you're rolling the entire time. And you just, it's a small budget, you know, two, three man crew. That you it's tough. So we got it on film and so we were like, holy shit, right? So the first... <laughs> So it was a great moment, and there's a tattoo shop in the Hard Rock that we. Oh, got, you did it right there. Yeah, we got clearance. Cool. It's it's kind of high well, end. How how much time do you have before the thing gets smeared or washed off? I guess Sharpie's pretty good. Axel right? went a whole night. You know, like I slept with it. You know, so there's, oh really? You know, yeah, you can do it. I, I, yeah. And, I bet well, and also I guess it. the artist can kind of figure out like if something smudged, like how yeah, to, this how to artist. Do it. This is amazing. Craig comes back. He goes, not only did I set up the clearance and got you a one thirty appointment, but Check this out. I got Mike Roach, the bass player from TSOL, to tattoo you. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, so he ended up tattooing me. We filmed all that. Wow. And then, the, yeah, there's that whole uh, Guns N' Roses TSOL connection. Yeah, connection. We talked about that. It was really cool. You know, he, they toured with them in like 87 or whatever. It was amazing. Steven Adler always wearing the TSOL yeah, yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, but uh, welcome to the Jungle video, uh, sweet right? Ch sweet Child of Mine video. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't have that sound drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, that was fucking amazing. And then, then that, that, and that's, that's it. Awesome. And then, uh, you know, we, I posted on Facebook, and everyone freaked. And I was like, "Holy shit, there it goes." So the only we, way it can could we be better is it? if you ended with like Thanks, punching the girl from Detroit in the face and being like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't now, know why that should. Where's Izzy? Right here. <laughs> can, can, <laughs> can we see it? Yes, 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 yes. All right, there it is. There's the Izzy tattoo, the Izzy story. Oh, I've been waiting a long time to see this. And uh, no, I, no I, thought to calling it too cheesy to call the document documentary. Where is he? Right? Too cheesy. That's why you went with the Where's. Well, Izzy. actually, Allie Redman, <laughs> a good friend of ours, uh, she came up with that idea. I liked it, but we ended up going with uh, Where's Izzy because he used to wear that little. The, and don't cry. They had the video like when Izzy left. You know, like, like, right, Where's Izzy? See. So it's from that. But I just got a text from my beautiful girlfriend, who's a real saint for putting up with me. She goes, "Been listening since eight. You're doing great. So thanks." 
Thanks, baby. I really you appreciate You are doing that. great, Tom. We appreciate you coming in and telling the story. People are interested in this. They oh, love shit. it. You know, they we do this it. every week, Marta. Patch, he's a fan. She loves it. There it is. There, there it guys. is. So, Izzy nice. Stroman. You see that? You got uh, Duff, Izzy Stroman, <laughs> Axel uh, Johnson. <laughs> uh, Axel, just Axel's signature is crazy. You know why it is? Because he signed it like, Axel, over here. And I had to actually Photoshop that back together. It was a nightmare. So, oh, yeah. Axel's signature, just for those of you at home, uh, it just says Axel, and it's got a. It's kind of looked like I don't know. How it's do you a, describe that? Someone else help me it's out. Thick. It's the writings of a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't. It describe looks like it. a, a discombobulated <coughs> portion of a tribal tattoo. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very thick compared to the other ones. It's like uh, twice as thick as the rest. Well, of Well, I was going to uh, say, if you guys are, are such big fans, I have a little present for you guys. These are temporary tattoos of the. <laughs> oh, that no is awesome. yeah! Wow. That is awesome. Oh, <laughs> hand them over. You guys are the first guys to get these. So. These are fucking awesome. Awesome. Now, Tommy, we have a surprise for you, too. Okay, wait, can people get these uh, somewhere I'm gonna eventually? Be, I'm going to sell be, these? I'm going to be giving these out tonight at my party, which is at Banter in Williamsburg. Go down to oh, Banter in Williamsburg. This is immediately. fucking awesome. Tommy's like that? leaving right from here, and he is speeding in his car over there. He'll be there in 20 minutes, so get what over there. What a great there. idea. That's fucking awesome. That Tommy. is a great yeah, idea. We, cool. He just gave us temporary hey, tattoos. Of the here you go, here you go. Here, I'll be giving these what out tonight. What did Duff write under there? L-A-M-F, like, like a motherfucker. Johnny Thunderstyle. Like, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Nice. Now, Tommy, we have a surprise for you, too. I we're, can't read backwards. We're all going to sign your other arm. Oh, <laughs> really? Tattoo for that, that. So. I'm not doing it. No? Oh, you're going to have to follow him around for four yeah, years. Right, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing, because uh, we got to get going. But, uh, first of all, I really appreciate you guys bringing me on here. It means a lot This to has me. been awesome, dude. That was a great story. Yeah, it was really, really you great. you kidding me? I didn't have to do anything for the first hour of the show. This is the best. Um... And secondly, um, I did want to mention just formally about the movie real quick, because this is really what it's all about. Yes, please yeah, go on, plug please. whatever you like. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah of course. The floor is yours. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. So basically, the name of the movie is Where's Izzy? One Fan's Quest for Rock's Most Reclusive Guitarist. And uh, it's a short link documentary, and it's made by Craig Heimson and David Becker, and also our buddy Scott Long's involved, too. And basically, uh, it's just two du awesome dudes who thought it was a really cool story. They went on this all on their own, put their own money into it. And uh, we're hoping to finish up some editing you know, throughout 2013 and maybe get it released, maybe in the, the festivals and music festivals, say South by Southwest or whatever, whoever will take us. But um, in the process of doing that, as you guys know, a lot of you guys work in post-production and stuff, there are a lot of costs involved. So we're thinking about doing a Kickstarter campaign. So if you guys like the story and you're into it and, you're, and you'd like to see it actually come to fruition, Coming up in the in the months down the road, maybe we can come back and uh, and 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 do that, and Absolutely. We, we can Definitely. talk about that a little bit. We'll help you out, and with we'll that. we'll keep everyone updated. We'll keep everyone that that uh, listens People, updated. There's so. actually a Facebook page, guys. If you if you're up for it, it's um, <laughs> Facebook.com/slash/Where's/IzzyMovie, and that's where we'll be updating a lot of information. So there you go Facebook.com/slash/Where's/IzzyMovie. Yeah, so we'd love to see you guys and just give it a like, and we'll be in communicado. And thanks, really. Cool, man. I can't wait to see it. I'm really excited for the movie. I really, I really am. I can't wait. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, yeah, guys. Awesome. Good job. Yeah. 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 Have fun at your party. We will. We will. You guys all invited to come down. It should be fun. I'll be there till one. And I'm actually going to be doing the storytelling in person. So, but guys, before I oh, you're going to like go up on stage and tell yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because half the people and the party only goes to one, huh? You're going to fit that in, guys. Before I leave, before I leave, I have one more present I wanted to give you guys because I'm such a big fan of the show here. So I hope you guys dig this. Um, Hold on, here. You know what? Here, Tommy. What? Use this mic. Okay. What? Uh, Tommy's uh, for those of you at home. He's digging out presents out of his, uh, are, out of his uh, Christmas bag. Oh, these are special live from the barrage team. You gotta be oh, kidding wow! me, man! Awesome. Are you shitting me? Oh my god! I was gonna great. bust your balls about that too before you came in and say, "Listen, <laughs> how much is this gonna cost me?" But you know, I know you guys don't do it by yourself, so I know you have a lot of his sponsors in the back. So, oh, oh 
Tommy oh, Rockstar wow. has just showed up here with T-shirts that say "Live from the Barrage" on the front, and on the back it says. Proudly sponsored by Seekers <laughs> Escapes, Unwind One. That is so and fucking it's the awesome. logo and everything. My oh, God, man. Brilliant. Brilliant. Best guest ever. Yeah. yeah. Best guest yeah. ever. He brings yeah. presents. Fuck you, documentarian Seth Keel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, comedian Brian Bruner. <laughs> fuck you, Sebado. Fuck you, Justin Foley of the Austerity Program. And especially, fuck you, Eddie Money. Yes. <laughs> fuck you, Eddie Money. And Woody's. Fuck you, guy from Moonshiners. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any fucking t-shirts coming my way from him. Oh, wow. That's great, that Tommy. So Thanks a lot. Awesome. All right. Well, awesome. Anything Thank else? Do, so do, you, do you guys have anything else before we go to break? You want to say anything? No, do you guys want to say anything? You're, yeah, they're you filming in... They're uh, sitting here so quietly and so nicely. Do you want to pipe in, guys? Or? Hey, you want to say anything? We have the filmmakers here. Okay, yeah. yeah we'd love, yeah, we'd Craig, love to have you. Craig, yeah, Tommy we'll, already gave away the whole movie. That's the point. We'll make it. It's fine. Again, what I say and what you show will be two different things, I hope. And everybody go see that. The movie's called Where's Izzy? And it'll be coming out hopefully sometime. And we'll we'll keep you posted along the way, I'm sure. Absolutely. We'll keep you in it. And uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back with our... Christmas songs. We'll talk about the uh, the twelve, twelve, twelve Sandy concert, the disaster that was, and uh, we'll see you right after this. Tommy Rockstar, best guest ever. Here's some thin Lizzie now. Shut the fuck up.
We're back. It's also music. Now we're back. Thank you again. We're just wrapping up with the uh, Tommy and his film crew. We appreciate them coming by. Great guests. Came by with the T-shirts, gifts. You know, I'm gonna use this temporary tattoo, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Matt back on there. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason I I I turned you I I just left me and Dave up right now because uh, they're still talking over there. I don't know, but if the phone app is working, Conan, who knows? We have have a phone app. Yeah, you know when it works? It works if um if you go on the thing and you want to listen to it later, but then like, what's the point? Because the podcast is already up, you know. It works. Tree said he was listening to it on his way home, but it was cutting out the important parts. What's the important parts? (laughs) I'd like to know what someone thinks the important parts of our show is. No, the important parts of Tommy's story. Oh, okay. So they'd be like, so then I almost then I then Izzy had the pen and it would cut out. All right, thanks guys. We'll later, see you guys. later. These guys are still shuffling out. This is awesome. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible app. You're right, Con. It's horrible, and uh, I have no real control over that. Unless someone wants to write an app for me or something. Uh, <laughs> Greg Pym, Gregory Prim. <laughs> yeah, first world problems exactly. And Conan, by the way, I did not write this Eminem song that we played at the beginning of the show. That was sent in by a listener. Well, let's call him Tom B. <laughs> I did not do this. This is not me. My name is Conan Neutron. Don't blame me for that. (laughs) (laughs) I had planned on doing that actually for quite a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have this capability to do it for a little bit of time. People in Michigan are stealing our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real radio show. That's right. Conan, I do plan on calling into your podcast if you'll have me one of these days. I got lots of stuff to talk about with you. Lots of you out. Yeah. So what do you guys want to do? Uh, leave it up to the audience. You want to do a Ryan game? You want to do our Christmas songs? You want to save that for last? Do you want to talk about the uh, concert for Sandy? I don't know. Who's Sandy? Is she hot? I think she's in Greece. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to bowl tonight. Oh, those leather pants. We're going to bowl tonight. <laughs> All right. The surfer Rosa on the chat box says, Ryan game. Tree says, more Ron Wood. <laughs> 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 I have a tape of Ron Wood right here. I have the drop. I'm Come over on. here, fellas. Go, if you go need me. Uh, I actually want a list. Um, of the day. <laughs> I want a list of all of the important, like, rock canon members that Tommy ignored in order to get Izzy Stradlin's autograph. <laughs> like, how, how many people did he, like, could have had meaningful interactions Out with? Out of my way, Hagar! <laughs> no, like, you know, like, huge stars yeah. that he could have had, but... uh He's pushing them out of the way for the second guitar player in Guns N' Roses. I do feel a little bit like we we left out the ending of the fat Detroit girl. <laughs> like what, what happened with her? Tammy Rockstar. She was left with uh, Tammy Rockstar was left with just four. See, her four documentary. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she got hers. That, that's yeah, a good point. I was on... gonna say Tammy Rockstar. I let him keep talking though. It's released on Betamax. Uh, I thought I was doing too many puns. <laughs> I I fucking uh yeah. 
<laughs> I hope I, he I, had a, I want to. I want to get the foam off everyone's microphone here and test it for disease. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to the crime lab. Yeah. See, we get a forensic guy and test all the microphone foam things and see what everyone has. I disagree with this. It'd be really. <laughs> It'd be really uncomfortable when it has your semen all over it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's why I use it. Do you waste. like that? Do you like talking into that microphone, Dave? That's why I use this style. Oh, you do. God. <laughs> <laughs> you go back inside and like... Never mind. So, no. all right, where, where are we going? You want to move on? What do you want to go to the Ryan <laughs> Wait, did he take the rest of the t-shirts? Because I didn't get one. No, uh, I, I put them on the side. Okay, all right. I got them. All right, let's see. What, what do we got here? There's only, They're all uh, like extra small. Yeah, know, they are. They're all mediums. Look. You're Small. kidding. Well, yeah. he's going to make, I'm going to make a deal with him. We'll make some more. We'll get, All right. We'll get him. Because I, I, I need a large for well, sure. Well, Dave, you look like you lost weight since, uh, in the last couple of weeks. I'm serious. Small. I noticed that before. Oh, it's two mediums and a small. <laughs> I'm a giant dude. That's not Damn hard. it. I'm going to make a fucking back patch, I guess. <laughs> You're <a> tall motherfucker. <laughs> if, you, if you ever grew up as a fat kid into punk rock, you made a lot of back patches. <laughs> You're a tall motherfucker. How tall are you? What are you, 6'3"? 6'6". 6'6"? Dang, Holmes. Yeah, he hunches. If you want to send us t-shirts, send all fucking extra large and one medium. <laughs> Wait, why the one medium? Pat's a medium. He claims. Oh, bullshit. He claims. <laughs> so he says. So he says. <laughs> Wise guy. I can, I can live in large territory. You are living well. large. You are living uh, large. That's right, Kevin Euclid is a Yankee. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, now that was that was a great first hour, and I feel like we're actually starting right now. Although it's like every other show, but I'm much drunker. <laughs> Are you? Oh wow, you got a bunch of tall boys. I've had a lot of a lot of beers. Yeah, that was a good hour of radio. We should just sit there and talk about that. That last hour was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, remember that thing quick. with Ron Wood? That was great. Oh man, the Rod Wood <laughs> thing was that was awesome. Ron right. Wood coming in next week. By the way. So, chat box, tell us Christmas songs or Ryan game. I really want to get to the Christmas song. I'm, I'm I think we should save that. it though. For what? Next week? I fucking rushed. <laughs> no, it. no. Like for later in the show. You want to do them now? Let's, let's do, do them now. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Ryan wants to do his. He likes yeah, to do his do game the, later in the show. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Okay. Need, I don't. Need, my game is uh, half a mess anyway. Big prima donna. You know. Hey Ryan, can I have that bottle of rum that's back there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, you know you have those um Secret Santa let's do this first. pieces of paper. We should uh That's the order. Okay, let's that's the order of the Christmas song. So we could do the Secret Santa and the order of the this Christmas way song. And around. Right. And whoever you pick yes, is the yeah. first person that goes. We're doing Secret Santa. Oh wait, Santa? then it's not Secret Santa. <laughs> <laughs> wait, then, yes, the, then the secret's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merry Pringles, everybody. Pick one. Okay, I got my guy. Pick one for hairdo. Everybody pick, right. picking their secret now, make sure Santa. No Wait one... a second. Somebody and me have to switch. Oh, you got yourself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Who else got? Yeah. All right. So. But then that defeats the purpose. Well, whatever. You guys know. All right. Okay. So we can't do the order, though, because then we know. Yeah. <laughs> somebody and me have to switch. <laughs> <laughs> somebody doesn't like their secret Santa. <laughs> Dumbest five people on the fucking planet. We can't even handle this. We couldn't figure out how to do a secret Santa right. <laughs> All right, now that everybody knows what they have, throw your things back in. All right. All right. I love buying things for myself. And this is the order now. Yeah, pick an order. Pick a fir- right. The first person's Christmas song that will be played is... Is... Drum roll, please. Houlihan. Oh, no. All right. Well, let me just get it over with. Here's my Christmas song. I didn't put that much effort into it. Enjoy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Turning your mics down, you fucks. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a one-pound fish in the sea. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 
two old crocus tapes and a one pound fish from the sea. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. You sound like Sir Ian McKellen. Three secrets escapes, <laughs> two old crocus tapes and a one pound fish from the You don't like my classy sea. crooning? Hairdo's not even listening. On the day of Christmas, my true love gave to Dick. me. Four Ryan games, three secret escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fish from the sea. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Zoot Suit Charlie. <laughs> Four Ryan games, three stickers escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fish from the on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six nights of judging Zoot Suit Charlie. Four Ryan games, three secrets escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fish from the sea. I need help. <laughs> On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. I can't wait for like 30 years from now. And six nights <laughs> when your kids find this, they're like, why did dad ever spend any time with us? Oh, man. You sound like my wife. No, no, it was worth it. Games, three secrets escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fist from I missed seven. The On the day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Eight tits a tapping, seven conans yapping, six nights a judging zoo, zoo Charlie. <laughs> Four Ryan games, three secrets escapes, two old crocus tapes, and the one pound fish from the sea. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine Mario's rapping, eight. Tits a tapping, seven conans yapping, six nights a judging zoot, suit <laughs> four Ryan games, one tank, bitches, <laughs> two old crocus tapes, and the one pound fish from the sea. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ten walkins biking, nine Mario's rapping, eight tits a tapping, seven Conan's yapping, six nights a judge, two Charlie. Four Ryan games, three secrets escapes, two old how long is this? And the one pound <laughs> is twelve, twelve fucking days. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven wipers wiping, ten rockets spiking, nine Mario's rapping, eight tits a tap, seven Conan's yapping, six nights of judging, Zoot, Zoot Charlie. Four Ryan games, three Sigmunds escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fish from the sea. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Twelve second cocktails, eleven wipers wiping, ten rockets baking, nine Mario's rapping, eight tits a-tapping, seven conan yapping, six nights of judging, Zoot, Zoot, Charlie. Zoot, Zoot, Charlie. Four Ryan games, three Sigums escapes, two old crocus tapes, and a one pound fish from the sea. Thank you very much. Wow, that was something. Yeah. <laughs> Clap that.
That was a song that you wrote. <laughs> I, didn't write, I didn't write it. <laughs> it writes itself. That's right. Um, All right, next up. Marty says that's the best risk-reward song <laughs> <laughs> on the chat box. Thank you. Thank you, Marty. I'm gonna put, that's going to be on our next album because I, I only have two songs. John's just happy that it's a song that he sings. All right, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's self-imposed. Let's see. Uh, Ryan Collison, you are uh, up, my friend. Just before you play it, I just want to tell the person that the song's about. I really don't mean it, but... Yeah, yeah, and don't blame anybody else but me. That's right. Don't blame anyone but Ryan. Right. If you have a problem, take it up with him. And you, you're allowed one free punch. I don't oh. mean any of it, but go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Ryan's Christmas submission. Let's see what this is about. Come on, work. Nice. Hey, it's Christmas time at the barrage. Yeah! <laughs> hey, you rap bastards want to do a Christmas song? I know I am. John, you ready? I'm ready. Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. How about you, Pat? I'm ready. <laughs> Where's hairdo? Hairdo. Hairdo! Okay, Conan Neutron stole our bit. Made a podcast we should quit. No one listens to his show. Why he bothers, no one knows. He just plugs. Wow. For him to call the show. <laughs> hey, what's that coming down the block? I think it's the Fud Truck. Hey, it is the Fud Truck. Hey! Look who it is, it's Fud. What is it, Cousin Deesh? How's things going down in Staten Island? Oh, I feel sorry for the poor bastards down there. Pack your bags, Cousin. Good, good, it's over, Johnny. Hey, look, it's Mario. Hey, it's not the buzz. Do a little rap for us, Mario. <laughs> That's right. We're sorry, Conan. Uh, Ryan is sorry. He doesn't mean it against you. He just needs to fill the lyrics. <laughs> that was great. Wow, Big hand for Ryan. Wow. That one. Yeah. That was... Mine's not funny. I feel yeah. really. Uh, I'm not gonna. No, I'm never gonna hit where I want to hit with this. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So Ryan came over and I helped him uh, with the voices a little, but it was, it was it was very difficult. We didn't get them in. in they're the worst singing chipmunks ever. We couldn't get it in key. But we did our best. It's better. It's not. I like the Fud Chipmunk. He's my favorite. Yeah. Fud Monk. All right. Good job, Ryan. That's a hell of a song. Thank you. Who's poor, next? Poor I bastards. Am, I am sorry, Conan. Oh. Pat is next. Uh, I have a plug for you. You want to plug your phone in? I'll plug my phone plug in. Plug it in. Don't hold it up to a microphone. What are we, Anamale? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Conan just says, it was well done. <laughs> 
But as soon as the thing started, Conan writes in the chat box, fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, well, my song is uh, Little Jimmy from Covington, Kentucky. He writes a letter to Santa. The song is called Dear Santa. All right, here's Pat with an original, uh, an original tune. Dear <laughs> Santa. Good production value. Good song. Any song we have Dan play is cheating. I couldn't find a drummer for mine. <laughs> I found one in my house. Damn. Rocket. This might be the best original Christmas song I've heard in a really long time. <laughs> when I heard the bass, I was like, I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't come over and help. <laughs> so much better. So you thought the way I did that we should reinvent the Christmas song, but you did it better than I did, so now I'm just fucked. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. Uh, you should have kept going. I... I you know, I, want I know you wanted to brevity for the radio, but I want the solo. Where's the solo? <laughs> no, it wasn't worth it. That's some ah, Chuck Berry shit. Holy crap! That was awesome. Yeah, that was delicious. He really did it. He went for it. People on the chat box saying, "Winner, uh, this song is awesome." Things of that nature. Good he job, wants, Pat. He wants he wants the anarchist cookbook for his hacker space. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, hairdo. <laughs> That's next. what that text was. I didn't understand what you meant by that. I didn't hear that lyric. What? How long did that take you to record? Uh, every, everything was one take. It was it was recording. It was rapid. Yeah, yeah. Everything was rapid. How long did it take you to write it? What'd you do it on on uh, the the uh, Dan to the electric drum minutes. kit? Yeah, on the V drums. It fucking sounds like regular drums, yeah. man. Well, yeah, I know. But it, if you, I don't know. It's funny with those if you put something real next to it because the the guitars are amplified. Oh, so it tends you, to make it sound more real. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, well done. Thank you. Fucking a. Uh, uh, anybody else who we got left? It's hairdo now. Hairdo's next? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's hear the Hairdo Christmas song. Wait, I'm sure I have you. So, You're up. You wanted to, you have it on your computer, I assume, right? I have it ready. Uh, I just want to say that I took you know <laughs> my some of my favorite things, which are Christmas <laughs> and food. Yeah. And I mixed them together. Oh, this better be about ham steak. It, it's close. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> I, but I, I just want to I took some things near and dear to my heart, and I, I just mixed them <laughs> together. That's what I did. And then I, I, then I just... <clears throat> I. I made I made a you know very small song nothing nothing huge it's not a, not a big rock and rock 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 and roll jam like well that, that sounds fancy it was fancy <laughs> I love talking to myself <laughs> answers all my voice head questions <laughs> all right so you guys ready yeah go for it all right here's my Christmas song <laughs> it's called my favorite Christmas meal <laughs> my favorite Christmas meal by hairdo. 
my favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. <laughs> My favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. This is like craft work, but for foodies. Is a ham and cheese. Wow. Is a ham and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Tree just wrote this is the greatest night of my life. Can you just play that one more time? It's short enough. Oh, that we need to hear that again. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, and the encore is completely uh, the same as the set. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> My favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. <laughs> My favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Wow. Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Is a ham and cheese. Gather around the ham and cheese, everybody, every Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Somebody like the Yule ham. For our audience. It, if you really want, I will put this. It'll be very easy for me to put this Christmas album together. I can put the comp together, and uh, you know, we could do something with it. We'll figure it out. All right, that leaves only one. Person. Wow, mine sucks. I like you know that moment where you're in school and like everyone does an amazing presentation for like National History Month, and you're like, oh fuck, I did this last night. And the surfer Rosa says, my neighbors must think I'm insane. Think about my neighbors, what they think. <laughs> There's no insul- sound insulation in this garage. Everyone can hear everything. Let me give missing you- pieces of wood on the side. Of it. I I need to give a little background for mine. Um, I was going to perform mine live, and then I realized that everyone else had theirs recorded. So um, my grandmother died yesterday. Uh, (laughs) This is the worst disclaimer I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) So I used that to get out of work early so I could record mine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Pat Pat canceled rehearsal last night. I'm like, why you cancel rehearsal? He's like, I have to write this fucking Christmas song. (laughs) And it turned into, holy shit, I have GarageBand on my computer. (laughs) Yeah, you uh, know, I tried to fuck around with it, and I couldn't get anything going with that GarageBand. I wanted to write a different song. I can't figure it out. So my idea was everything is first take. From the mine too progression that I made, like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat, I can't beat that, I can't beat that. But you I was, need to I send that to me so I can get it on the thing too. Really. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You want to? Can you can you sign my arm? <laughs> you got it. We should actually we should post all these songs on the on the Facebook page or something. Or link to I'm them. crying, laughing right now. So, uh, so yes, we'll figure it out. We could send space and we could Facebook the songs. We'll, we'll YouTube them or something. You know. So mine's not funny. Um, it was just the the first Christmas song that came to my head. I don't know how the fuck I follow any of these, but yeah, whatever. It it is what it is. Um, I have a band, and I make. Is there music. any pizza left? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here we go. Dave Harrison's Christmas song. I hope it's up. It might take a little while. I didn't really have it. Someone tells Santa he's full of it. I did double track the guitars. Forget about cookies and milk I left in pizza and beer So just tell Santa he's full of shit 
<laughs> Here we go. Ooh, kicks in. No drums though. <laughs> Understand the assignment. You no. made it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, now I feel like I wasted everybody's time with my silly song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. Did not waste anyone's time. No, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I'll tell you what, that's going to be relevant in July. That's a hell of a job, Dave. Reminds me of like a uh, Don't Tell a Soul era. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yes, like. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I was going for like answering like machine meets run run Rudolph. <laughs> I don't know exactly <laughs> what I <mean. laughs> All right. Sincere Christmas songs. The only one who maybe Dave's the only one who did understand the assignment. And the rest of his Pat's was pretty insincere. Copped out. Actually, yeah. I was uh no, Pat yeah, you know, Pat did a Pat did a serious job on it. So me, you, and me, you, and Ryan suck is what you're saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's a, well, it's a it depends on the, how you look at it. It's a twist in the final verse where my the, the character's actually fucking crackpot. <laughs> fireworks and throwing stores. Well, the twist in my final verse is the ham and cheese is gone. <laughs> and then you have no more ham and cheese. Right. And then what do you do? You're, every, you're, fucking, you know, you're every, stuck. Every year, every, my parents come over. We all sit around the table, and everyone has just a ham and, and cheese, cheese on Wonder Bread. And, you know, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's a protest song. <laughs> um... <laughs> Did you? Did we ever get that other song, Mike? No, right. Which one? No. Um, listener no. submissions. There was two listener no. submissions. One, um, one of the listeners can't figure out how to use the well, computer. I could. I can. Have, I can have that. I understand call in. where she how she feels. So in the meantime, here is a song, a Christmas song sent in by Joe Latex, who is famous because he knows the guy from Moonshiners. Here we go. He also knows the guy from the Where's Izzy documentary. That's right. It was uh, Bob Dylan. I like it. <laughs> Sorry. Remember it well, there's no Christmas mood when your next meal is more shitty prison food. That's why I had to make a run and get away. Well, it was Christmas Eve and all the guards were drunk. They never saw the hole I dug under my bunk and they had no clue. Till the very next day 
that night I moved quick and I tried to lay low and I came up upon a broken van in the road and I said guys I'll fix it if you give me a ride playing ukulele I like this. Well, I sounds like it. it was just a flat and then they said hey we're a band and our bass player's sick imagine that <laughs> i said i can fill in could you give me a shot they said yes and we got to the show it was at the coliseum and wouldn't you know they were a band they called themselves dri and they were opening for van halen huh <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a song about you breaking out of prison and opening for Van Halen. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> I've been a cartoon and like the like the recipient of a song all in one goal week. My in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. Prison bed cause I got arrested for assault for kicking Wolfie in the head. <laughs> Who the fuck does that guy think he is for replacing Michael Anthony anyway? Fuck that guy. Fuck him right in the ass. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that part. Jeez, this is the best Christmas ever. And if this you've, is truly a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> if this you've ever tried every- to play Jingle Bells in the harmonica, don't. Uh, this is this is truly a Christmas miracle. Well, let's give it a round of applause for Joe Latex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Joe. Thanks for Excellent. sending that in. All right. Good man. And I would I would actually like to take this opportunity to play a portion of my favorite Christmas song of all time. Can we play that and then go into a break? Yes. All right. Uh, then I have some Christmas music music for the if, break. If while if while we're on a break, the chat box one of wants to vote for a winner of the Christmas song. I, I think we're all winners personally. But if you want to uh, if you want to throw a vote in there, we'll tally up just the chat box votes and uh, all. Three of you will. <laughs> you, this is like the Electoral College. <laughs> You'll have much more sway than you actually. Uh... Kona Neutron from the great state of California. How do you vote? <laughs> uh, who's going to be Florida? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a. Uh, this is, is uh, Santa Claus has got the AIDS by uh, Tiny Tim. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Good enough. A lot of people are going to make the podcast. A, cl- a classic. I don't think there's an ASCAP right on this one. <laughs> I have, but I my stuff does. This is Santa Claus. <laughs> this they is the best. I love this, this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. <laughs> and he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Christmas song. Uh, I lied about Tiny Tim. That, that is, is actually the best, the best Christmas that's song. That's the best Christmas song ever. Yes. It's fo- no, 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 no. <laughs> it was followed by the, uh, I mean, uh, preceded. preceded. Thank you, Hairdo. Preceded by the second best Christmas song ever. 
I we, agree. We, we would like to play other ones, but, you know. We're going to have to cut that out of the repeat. So if you're listening live, that's the only time. Well, we, we, yeah. we have geographical ASCAP. Uh, that was Queens. Yeah, that yeah, was, we, that we, was we're Queens. From Queens the, uh, and they're from Queens. It's okay. Is Tiny Tim from Queens? I don't think Probably. so. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if, I know he's a New Yorker for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so we got that on the lock, too. We're good. Yeah. Well, he's dead, and so are three quarters of the Ramones. Not that that matters. There are people out there. And, and one third of Run DMC. Legs McNeil, if you're listening, don't sue me. <laughs> Why would Lex McNeil see you? I don't know. He Tommy, seems to be the guy, go-to guy. It would be Tommy Ramone or, uh, <laughs> or Richie. Uh, Richie. <laughs> Richie's holding on to that. I actually think Marky played on that song, though. Um, yes, he did. You yeah, know, it was, it's, it was on Brain Drain. Brain Drain, yeah. I so. was listening to this song the other day because a friend of mine named Brett Eugene Ralph sent me a CD. He sent me a CD. Send me a CD. He sent me a CD. What's the matter for you? He sent me a CD tapes last uh, Christmas called uh, Let Nothing You Dismay. Which, as you know, is a lyric in the, uh, what, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Is it? And uh, it was a mixtapes. I thought it was Lord of the Rings. Um, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. And it was a mixtapes of uh, like 26 fucking awesome fucking Christmas songs. That was and, like uh, the best gift ever. Yeah, it was, it was great. Actually, it opened with this. I forgot that I even had this. This is the best. Hi. This is Andre Bacon Fat, Mr. Rhythm Jailmate, Greasy Chicken Williams. Wishing all of you a very, very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous New Year. Because I'm going to get mine. <laughs> it's actually really hard to write Andre Williams a Christmas card. You have to, you have to fill in all the middle names, and, and I always forget them, and I... So we, I thank Brett for that, and I'll play that at my Christmas party because it's just gold. Great Christmas song after great Christmas song. Anyway. Speaking of great Christmas songs, do we have a winner um, on our contest? Oh, God, I haven't been paying attention. It, Ryan, I think you it's have a the tie, chat box? It's, it's I can't a, scroll through the chat box. Can you? Yeah. We're all winners. <laughs> so far, I, I see, if you want to get your votes in really quick, so far uh, I have two votes. Hairdo has two votes. And Pat Red has Square one. just said ham. Does that does that, tip, does that count as a vote? Yes. Is that a vote tip Red Square to the lead? Yeah, that tips me into the lead. I think. Well, ham, ham. Anybody else want to vote? We're going to close the voting. <laughs> there's no <laughs> hanging chat. Oh, uh, there's one. another. All right. Well, Resurfrosa already voted for ham, so we can't count that twice. Well, fuck you guys. I'm just going to win it. The this Ryan is a game. hanging chat issue. Oh, I love this. No, Tree votes for Ryan. Oh, Conan voted for me. Thanks, Conan. Damn it, Conan! Seven Conans yapping. Uh, I'm out of the. I'm out of the running. I think here. Anyway, Conan, change your vote, man. All right, tree th trees. Trees in charge of the chat box. Uh, he's. Um, I'm excited and nervous. I trust at the same him. Time. He says he's saying that. Um, hairdo won. Brian uh, Ham got the nod. So Ham and Cheese, it is Hairdo. Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here, one, one more time for for good measure. <laughs> yes, let's hear the winner. My favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. <laughs> is a ham and cheese. All right. Is a ham and cheese. Dave is dying. <laughs> my favorite Christmas meal is a ham and I want to kick cheese. my song's ass and just like make it listen to this. <laughs> is a ham and cheese. I want to impregnate my girlfriend with your Christmas song. <laughs> my favorite Christmas meal is a ham and cheese. The funny thing is, Hairdo hired like 17 studio musicians and a vocalist to do that. It cost him ten, twelve thousand dollars. That was the surviving the member of Mil grit. surviving member of Millie Vanilli. And, uh, yeah, 
Thank you. The best 12 grand I ever spent. Good job. <laughs> Produced by Quincy Jones. And Ron Wood. <laughs> We're all sitting here working and working all night and hairdo like five seconds on that stupid app. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Good job. Thank you. Thank nice. you very much. Well done. That's fucking, that's maybe the funniest fucking thing I ever heard in my that's life. It's brilliant. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, it's so, it's so simple but so complex because the ham and cheese is like... It's Who not, doesn't like that? It's first not of your all. typical Christmas meal, but right. yet, but yet, you feel so comfortable with it that it becomes synonymous with comfort and Christmas, yeah. and and that's where the song meets complexity. What kind of what kind this of condiments you're do we put to on VH1 it? You're storytelling. Well, I love with I love trees. I love trees. Comment. Pat's song was so well put together, but ham and cheese had ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the football in the groin had football in the groin. That's a hell of a. That's that's something else, man. I don't know what to say about it. There's many levels to this. We'll have to. I work. I work with some very talented gentlemen right now. Over the, I know we usually get really drunk, but uh, that was that was. I'm very impressed with everyone's songs. That was fucking awesome. Thank you. Good job, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Over uh, the next uh, six six episodes, we'll be dissecting the meaning of ham and cheese. Too. Oh, definitely. Ryan, I was gonna. If we were allowed to vote, I was voting for Ryan. I would vote for. I would. Vote, I would have voted for Ryan. I would too. vote for ham and cheese. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm with you. On the ham and cheese. I'm gonna have to segue into um, people who aren't talented. Oh, good. Just because, really quickly, I, I'm gonna have to cover this. Steve V posted this on Facebook, and I feel the need to bring up the fact that uh, Steve V. Yeah. Oh, a listener Steve V. Yes, listener Steve V posted a um, thing on Metal what, Sucks. Did you think it was mispronouncing Steve Vi? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Vi posted this noodling <laughs> last <laughs> half an hour, and I'm gonna transcribe it with my mouth. Uh, Conan uh, already knows what it is. He's so on the ball. Good job, Conan. But uh. The Attack Attack, who I've never heard of as a band. I guess, apparently, they're I haven't heard one exists. song, but yeah. Uh, their bassist quit the band, but he made a public statement, and the statement makes no sense. And I'm, I'm going to read until I'm tired of reading this statement at all, but it makes no sense whatsoever. So he starts with, uh, to clear things up in a very cliche manner. This is a public statement. Yes. Okay. Andrew yeah. Whiting, Andrew Wetzel, and Caleb Shomo. Caleb Shomo is a fucking great name for a human being, by the That's way. That's the worst name ever. Have been they call me Caleb Shlomo. <laughs> he was, he was hey, originally Shlomo. in the Three Stooges. Yeah. Have been and will always be some of my best friends. The reason I decided to leave had only been lingering in my head for the past six oh, or so, oh, so months. That makes no sense. For, okay. If I only had a way to state this reason, but it simply is more than just a resolved answer because what is relevant with why I left concerns the past two of the five years we have toured as a band. For those of you who have read this far, you know you now know that I've left, and to the readers that would like to hear what has almost ended and could have taken any relationship I could have ever imagined and with my friends, family, and especially myself. Well, those who have continued reading, I could not thank you enough to be open ears to what is to be my first ever attempt to voice what I have said in the years I've been with AA. I'm assuming he means attack, attack. Oh, I was like, wow, way to to air your business out there. These have been the best and the absolute worst past years of my life, and I do know that for a fact. Jesus. That's a a fucking statement. Nothing will replace all of the memories I've made with the countless amount of friends or what I consider a part of my family that I've been gracious to meet. This guy's a hump. I, I, you know what? I, I, I just like I, I was reading this and I don't understand what the fuck this guy was trying to say. I know what it is. Well, he hooked it, up with it, it reads broad. like a like a like a third grade <laughs> essay or something, and it's it's it, it makes no sense. His uh, yeah, his English is. 
You know what he's missing? Terrible. Because he, he my needs a ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because my book doesn't end at the first chapter. <laughs> well, I should hope not. You can't wipe the smile off the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Is she smiling? Oh, I don't know. She's Just smirking. Somebody I know said that when they got fired from a band. Yes. What, what did they say? You can't wipe the smile off the Mona Lisa. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're breaking up the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. right, so there's that. And uh, did anybody watch the concert for uh, the Sandy Relief? Oh, yeah. Kanye I did. wearing a leather skirt. Was Kanye was, I don't know what he was doing up there. That's it was the, the worst trends. thing I've ever seen. He, I don't care about good. what he was uh, dressed like, but. That was the most god awful performance I've ever seen in my fucking life. It was it was, it was, was unfucking watch. And Actually, I like the you know first what? Kanye tape. <laughs> tapes. <laughs> tapes. Kanye's tapes. I, I have to say though, actually, it was such a fucking train wreck. I was my I was riveted. It was just so awful. It oh. was awful. And no, who else was? Uh, he, I have tape actually of uh, Coldplay and REM playing together, which happened because uh, Chris Martin came out, and then uh, what's his name, Michael Stipe came out to join him on stage. Anybody see that? Yes. This is how that went. <laughs> it was terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that's awful. And uh, let's see, Billy Joel. Anybody have an opinion on that? My hair, do you? You think I, he's pretty I, good? He's, still, he's I, still a man that's alive. I liked him. <laughs> I thought he was good. I like him as a performer. He looks um, like Darth Vader with a mask is taking off. I <laughs> first, like Scott Salem. First of all, I'd like to say that I still want that painting that's on our Christmas list. Oh I, I oh, really, I, I yeah. will frame. Hey, and hang if I had that. gotten you for Secret Santa, that would have been your gift. I will frame and hang that in my house. Yeah, you know, people gave McCartney and the Nirvana thing a lot of shit. I thought it was fine. It was I a it straight was up rock song. It was, a good, it was all right. McCartney yeah, did cool. great after all those bands, and then he came out and rocked out Helter Skelter. Even though those two guitar players in his bands are like complete. Douche nozzle looking what, dudes. What, they can play, obviously. I was going to say, why? The drummer's what, what, fantastic. What made, yeah, what that drummer's sick. But why? Do they look like douche nozzles? Is that that's all you have to say about them? Yeah, no, I thought, I'm, I'm sure they're Paul McCartney. I mean, obviously yeah. they're not well, schleps. Are, are you going to go up there with a scarf and a fucking blown out, like, replacement hair? If Paul McCartney, if, 45? If, if Paul McCartney's person tells me to. Well, sure. All right, what well, am I supposed to say? Am I, am I allowed to comment on their looks? I'm Paul, just Paul McCartney just walking out on stage was the most rocking thing that happened. He got straight show. out of the limo and got right onto the stage. Great show so far. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, whatever. He didn't Ronnie watch Wood tried to talk to him, and he was like, no. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I gotta play a show. Oh. This one goes out to Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> How about Eric Claptron? How did he do? I thought he was good. No, the first... Did he play Tears in Heaven? No. no. He, uh. he, he came out at least... He's, listen, he's not milking his dead son anymore. He came out with just a trio. He didn't have 17 people on stage. It was him and two other guys. The first two songs they played were serviceable and fine. And then Crossroads. The sucks. worst version of Crossroads I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And first of all, stop playing Crossroads so slow. Play it fast. He thinks he's J.J. Kale. JJ Kale doesn't even want to be JJ Kale. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and then the lamest version of Crossroads ever. What the, the fuck, fuck Claptron? The yeah, the first two songs were good. Fuck you, Claptron. Adam Sandler needs to die. He's awful. He's not even uh, funny. I he shows up was... in sweatpants. He's uh, terrible. You know I'd, like, I'd like to add to that. That I think that it will not add to him dying, but I want to add to the fact that the fact that no, he, I'm gonna uh, I'm a, I'm here today to say I'm gonna kill Adam. Sandler. All right, but his um, apparently <laughs> uh, I saw it live and I as you did. 
Apparently his guitar didn't work, and there was some tech he out there. He didn't care. He was like, I don't care. But I'm good. he was cool about it. Right. You know, some people would have Oh, wow. He was nice to a person. What do you That's do, the Hanukkah that, song or something? Everybody, some other people would have pitched a bitch. You know, in front of th- that many people. He's like, no, nah, I'll just sing without it. How Fuck is he going to pitch a bitch I, live on TV? He looked like an asshole you, in a benefit concert. Of course look, he's going to do You know that. what? Uh, Fine. I'm not pulling I'm wrong. That one. You're right. I, I no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I thought what he did was it was cute and it was fun. Yeah, Harmonica, Sandy, screw you. Fuck you, dick. Take the song out of it. I'm going to stick my cock in his eye. Dude, I heard your Christmas song. <laughs> hey, are you right under pressure? I went to the Adam Sandler School of Song Parody. I've <laughs> heard you're writing under pressure. Yeah. So, uh, and then Alicia Keys, uh, she came out and the first song she played was fine. Then she started singing, put your cell phones in the air, which is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I had to walk out of the room. Horrible. But she is pretty. She's hot. <laughs> really? It's a good looking girl. She looked good that night. She had her hair straightened. I'm a racist. Dude. Oh, apparently. <laughs> she didn't have that kinky. Uh... Yeah, the Stones came out and played two songs, and I have a theory because everybody else played like four or five or six songs. The Stones they... came out and played two songs, and Mick Jagger went, Have a good night, like really coldly, and just walked off the stage. But they fucked up the beginning of Jumpin' Jack Flash, kind of, and he was holding his ear thing. I don't think he could hear, and he got pissed off and left. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually. Uh, stunning, stunning perspective. Tommy like, Rockstar. Uh, Gifted us before that before he came on with a uh, gaydar detector, and I would like to actually use it on Mario. Oh, Mario's here. Does it work? Let's see. Let's see. Gaydar Let's see if Mario's gay. gay. What does that mean? <laughs> 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 Looks like uh, you. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, Mario. Now you, me. <laughs> you cannot punish me for crimes of thought. That's right. <laughs> Everybody was uh, getting down on the Who, but I thought the Who did a serviceable job. Uh, the they were ba- fine. The, as a band, they were fantastic. Yeah, I mean Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey the was, notes, eh. but he's a hundred fucking years right, old. What do you right, want from exactly. the guy? Give him a what's, break. What's with the big he's, scar on his chest? He's very thick. Yeah, he's he looks. Thick. like I think uh, when back when he was a mod, he's a he got sliced hunt. up with a switchblade or something. You know? Yeah, that was tough. It was appendicitis on the street. Street appendicitis. I saw Roger Daltrey uh, oh, before gee. he made his comeback at the uh, Nokia Theater. It was right before the Who went on tour a couple of years ago. Warming up. Warming up. Is this Mike Lowe or is it just me? Mario Asaro. Mario Asaro. What's your new theme song? <laughs> who, the, who the hell wrote this? James Hetfield and John Holland. <laughs> two two, two very together. strange dudes. A- after, man. after he worked with um, Lou Reed, he called me immediately and said, "Is that part of a uh, Zoot Suit Charlie's uh, extensive <laughs> au revoir?" Really? Who's writing? Who's writing these lyrics? This is great. Mario Asaro. Those are the only lyrics of the song. <laughs> it's gold. And uh, we do have Mario's new rap. Gold Cobra, Mario name. tried to redeem himself from last week. My name is Asaro. I'm large, not narrow. Put me on a hill and I roll like a barrel. <laughs> Oh, well, apparently we're losing listeners because talking about somebody's bad English is cruel. Who's bad English? Are we talking? I don't know. Mine? <laughs> Mine? Pardon? Are you like talking that. about 90s supergroup bad no, English? No, uh, uh, the guy from Attack Attack. Somebody wrote, this is cruel. I'm out of here. Did you guys well, why? talk English about- English isn't his first language? I get, No, definitely not. Why am I supposed to know this much about fucking Attack You guys should attack. listen to Prophecy from Brazil. Those guys got English down pat, man. Those guys nail it. You got any Prophecy over there? Uh, I could bust Hey, let's up. play the Ryan game. Yeah. Oh, I could What play. do you say to that? You could play Mario. 
What, what did you guys talk about Kanye West? Why is he wearing a leather dress? Yes, we talked about that already. We don't did know. Did you guys talk about Kanye West? Why, <laughs> Why is he, he wearing, wearing a leather, leather dress? <laughs> Let's play some Ryan game, baby. Let's get this show on the road, for God's sakes. All right, let's do a head-to-head game this week. What do you say? Head-to-head. Yeah. Whatever you want, Ryan. We You're can't the even boss. figure out Secret Santa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know all there is to know about the Ryan game. I've had my share yeah, of the Ryan Ryan game, baby. Ryan, what do you have for us this week? This is kind of like the game we used to do uh, 20 seconds, <laughs> except in this case you're not going to be timed, and you're going to go head-to-head with an opponent. Um, and you take like turns. back and forth? And you take turns going back and forth until somebody can't uh, name an example within guess, that category. Guess perform. Guess what, everybody? I understand the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand what's happening. This is great. All right. So... John, why don't you pick an opponent for this? Uh, well, I'm going to pick Dave Harrison. All right. He's sitting right next to me. You fucking dick. And Challenge. Not all, because, you know, it, when I go to prison, I pick the biggest guy in the room, and since he's won Jeopardy twice, and I try to knock him out, and even though if I lose, you know. All right. Let's do this. So I'm taking right. the, I'm ta- I want to take down the uh, I right, will say right now, I, champ. I am very drunk. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> very extremely intoxicated. You're not wow. coming off like How that. How did this happen? I, I just haven't. I mean, look you mentioned the, that like an hour ago too. Yeah, I, I've been drinking. A you lot. didn't do any shots or anything. Right? You didn't eat. That's why you stayed. No, you I didn't. Eat. Oh, we, I, I had we, some we peppered ate. beef jerky. That's and not going to soak up and the peanut peanut It's not the same as a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got to get some of the. Stuff All right, I'll booze. go against Dave. Let's All do right. this, Dave. Uh, you would pick the category then. Do you want it to be uh, sports, science, movies, geography, literature, TV, literature, or music? Literature. Damn you, Dave Harrison. The last thing I read was that attack, attack thread. Rap <laughs> <laughs> <Rap> attack. <laughs> All right. Your mic is on, but you never talk into it. I listen to the show every week and edit it, and you never talk into the mic. It's too low. I have to put my, yes. my nose onto the foam. That's what you have to do. That's how you talk into Pat the mic. Pat Walsh doesn't into put his, foam foam, nose. His, his face into the well, foam. He's Pat, got a spit guard. He has mic technique. Yeah. Yes. You're all over the place. I, I got to like raise your volume, lower you everywhere. Bleep you out completely, whatever it takes. All right, what do we got? All right, let's do this. All right, Dave, uh, you're going to start this one off. All right. Going We're- back and forth. Stay alive by naming, uh, by continuing to name Kurt Vonnegut novels. <coughs> Go. Uh, good luck. Slaughterhouse Five. Cat's Cradle. Um... Fuck, Jesus Christ. Ten uh, seconds. Ten seconds. Uh, did I dick? Fuck you, Dave. Good ten one. seconds. Um, wow, this is really bad. Three, four. Don't do that. Uh, breakfast. Um, breakfast. You can do it. Um, so cha- breakfast close. of champions. <laughs> he didn't make that. That wasn't it ten is. seconds. We we'll told you we'll we let gave it go. You Come extra on, time. Keep going. Keep going. Um, fuck. Uh, All right, your time's up. <laughs> I'll call it a tie because both of us didn't didn't really go within the ten second range. I can't find my sound effects. <laughs> I can't find my sound effects. All right, some of the ones you missed is Galapagos and uh, Hocus Pocus. Of course. Mm. 
Boner Patrol. I saw that. <laughs> Boner Patrol. That's the mess around second album. <laughs> All right, Pat. <laughs> That's Steve Gutenberg's third movie or the mess around second album. Pick somebody to play against. I will play against uh, Mike Hairdo Howells. All, All right, Mike. Pick right. your category: sports, science, movies, TV, geography, music, literature. You're gonna win. TV. Anyway. All right, Mike. Starting it off by character. Keep going back and forth with TV moms. Oh, <laughs> you get your ass kicked in my walls. I know. Uh, what am I giving? Am I giving the real name or like the, the, the char- mom name? By character name. By character name? Yeah. Ready? Go. Mrs. Ingalls. Valerie Harper. Valerie Harper's the actor. You got to give the character. No, the TV show was Valerie. Was. Yeah, no, I, oh, think, that was uh, okay. I think he's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. She played herself. You played yourself. Edith Bunker. Marge Simpson. It's harder than you think. It is. Mrs. Seaver. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. Mrs. Mike Seaver. <laughs> well, Ryan's in charge of the game. I'll, I'll, if he accepts it, it's fine. Shut up. I'll let, <laughs> I'll let it go. All right. Um, Mrs. Huxtable. He can get away with missus. I can get away with missus, too. Fine, Claire. Yeah, it's fine. Shush, um, June Cleaver. Mm. Going That's first names one. now. Most famous. Don't don't stop me now. <laughs> Metal Rendezvous. <laughs> That's not one. That doesn't count. Three seconds. I don't know. I give. I've got one. And Romano. Mario, it's a you, Mario. Oh. I challenge. Oh shit! I'm glad you called. Here's so Mario. I go home, against the. But I'll be back before too long. Gotta- <laughs> 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 I'll challenge John. All right, all right, let's do it, Mario. John, pick your category. Um, art teachers for no. <laughs> what are the categories? You could you could pick sports, science, movies, sports. geography. Was that you said sports? Give me geography. All right. Oh, I like this. Damn it. <laughs> My strategy is backfired. <laughs> Mario's been around the world. I forgot. <laughs> All right. Going back and forth. John, starting with you. Name the countries of Africa. Go. Niger. Ethiopia. That's not the name of it anymore. Libya. I can go all night, friend. Chad. That's, that's what, is, what are you going on a 70s map? Zimbabwe. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're older um, than you. Uh, <laughs> South, uh, South Africa? Mozambique. Yeah, sure. South Africa. Kenya. Mesop- uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Mesop- <laughs> my Pantapa. Uh, Tunisia. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking uh, Egypt. <laughs> fucking Egypt. <laughs> that's up uh, north. <laughs> the, um, the Congo, Congo, Republic of Congo. It's not a fucking you country. <laughs> Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, does that count? You giving that to him? Yeah, sure. Are you kidding? I can't even remember country. This is horrible. Don't niggle about the rules. <laughs> Everyone's talking to me. 
This is terrible. There's like 150 million countries. <laughs> Nelson I, Mandela. I get stuck. He already said South Africa. Mario said it. I did. I did. Mozambique. I, th- I said Mozambique. No, you didn't. You back. You backtracked and said another answer. Uh, you said Mesopotamia. What's that? Zari. Zaire. That's not the name. Morocco. Zaire. Zaire. Morocco. Morocco. I should have said that. That's right. You've been there <laughs> night clubbing. I smuggled hash out of Morocco. At the Casablanca uh, 5000. All right. Uh, Ten seconds. <laughs> Uh, damn, what's that rap? I'm trying to think of the rap. Africa rap. Uh, <laughs> these are the states. These are the countries in Africa. Three seconds. Uh, no, this is the country you know so well. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Is is my fan fell. He said it already. He did say Libya. Oh, uh, your time's up. I sure did. Libya yeah, was my out. first. I admit win, defeat. Son. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone in the chat box says Zaire is no longer a country. Even better. Half of those countries you mentioned were no longer countries. <laughs> Mario was Chud. trying to reference his brief foray into educational <laughs> rap. <laughs> Chud. Uh, they live underground. They live underground. My folk. friends are Kenya. My friends Uganda. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm in Africa. <laughs> All right, I think I'm two right. for two. I'm finally winning this game. You know, right. I said Dave and me are tied. We're tied. Hey, dude, it's on you now. What category? What? Uh, who do you pick to be your? Uh, well, I, I can only go against John. Is that correct? No, you could go against anybody. Well, I'll put. All right, I'll go against Dave. <laughs> All right, Dave. <laughs> Dave begging for it. Pick a category. You're, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to drunks naming countries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's a drunk? <laughs> I'll kill you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it Iceland. All right, let's go. Don't listen to me. Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> Roll me over. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Dave to pick a category. Sport. Music. Oh, music. Shit. All right. Starting with you, Dave. Yes. Solo artists in the Hall of Fame that are black. Steven Tyler. Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Boone. <laughs> I think he's actually in there, though. But I'll, I'll, all right, Sam Cooke. Zoot Suit Charlie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. Nice. You accept that answer. You win. We accept that answer. It's a- I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> no, all right. Um, uh, James Brown. Otis Redding. Grandmaster Flash. Is he in? Yes, he is. Al Green. You're going down, Mike. Al Jolson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Quincy Jones. Is Quincy Jones in? He, if he's not, he's just he, been nominated. I, I, didn't he just he go was in last in, year? Okay. He's in this. He's in this. We're taking him. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's just a nominee. Marvin Gaye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping, asshole. <laughs> I hate Marvin Gator. <laughs> um, Little Richard. Ooh, good one. Chuck Berry. <laughs> I like that. Ooh, good one, Chuck Berry. <laughs> Is Billy Preston in? Does anybody know? That's a good Billy answer. Billy Prestron. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give Ryan a chance to look that up. Yeah, I gotta look that one up. Nope. No, no he's not. He's in. not. Uh, you are 
missed were Wilson Pickett, Aretha Franklin, yeah, BB yeah. King, Smokey Robinson, Kings, Kings, Kings. No, Smokey Robinson, BB Kings. He had, he was in a band. The BB Kings. BB King. Lionel Albert Richie King. with the Commodores. <laughs> Miracles. Would Lionel Richie and the Commodores have been in? I don't know. Uh, if he, he might have went in on a solo artist. You know, usually uh, people who run these games have the answers, but uh, apparently. <laughs> no, nah, there's too many answers. <laughs> Curtis Mayfield and that. I'm sorry I missed that. <coughs> Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. it I'm, I'm so stupid. For. That's one of my favorite artists. Al Jarreau. Pebo Pissed off now. Edit, edit James. Al Jarreau. Al is good, though. Should we do one more? Yeah, sure. let's do another one. Shit. Should we just do uh, go down the line? Yes. Everybody. Uh, All right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, this is the final. This is how Zutsu Charlie's group invented. Play, group Ra- play. Round robin. Let's go. All right. Uh, Fuck off. Can I start science. so by the time do it gets science. to the end I win? Uh, yeah, you could do that. All right. I hate being on this end. Uh, uh, this you, is what I, I want to change try to my win seat more during like the game. Me. No, during the game, I want to change my seat. You want to swap? <laughs> Not right now. Until <laughs> next week, though. We both tied in one, so technically we're tied. We are. Fuck you both. <laughs> How's that? We're the best around. Yeah. I tried to help you. Mike. Nothing is actually ever going to keep us down. Tree says Scatman Crothers. Tree, you're a racist, man. Scatman Crothers wins for the paintings above his bed. That's I, I'm trying to get those paintings. I, I want those paintings so bad. I watched it the I'm other day, day on, my house. Uh, but it was on Ion channel or whatever Did they is? cover up the paintings? Yeah, no, they blurred it all out. Uh, and, and when the dead lady came out of the bathtub, they blurred, yeah, they blurred her ass, ass out, too. Oh, uh, did you guys remember like trying to jerk off really quickly until she's like, before she turned into the old woman? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, God, can I bust it up before she gets old? Yeah, yeah that's why I jerked <laughs> off quickly. Very quickly. Scatman Carruthers was really into duty. Uh, By the way, <laughs> I've been trying to wipe my ass without getting up, and it's impossible. Thank you, Mario. Why don't you go on their website and vote? Um, well, I actually—I thought you were going to say you were trying to wipe your ass is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> your feet don't even reach the ground now. I can't I actually, believe you tried to wipe your ass. I was thinking about doing a Christmas parody for my song, and I had two song ideas. One was "Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Wipe Up Right." I don't want to wipe up right. And something you covered is "All I Want for Christmas Is a Crocus Tape." Which, uh, <laughs> Did you guys do the songs yet? Yeah, you missed oh, yeah. it. Crocus for I Christmas. I had the. Santa Claus is a big lie. You have a song? Santa Claus is a big lie. Uh, makes my children my, cry. My kids listen to the show. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, let's go, Ryan. All right, the yeah. last category is famous musicians who have died of an overdose. Ooh, go ahead, right. John. Um, uh, Johnny Thunders. Shit. Janis Joplin. Jimi Hendrix. Jim, Jim Morrison. <laughs> Didi Ramone. It's back to me? Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say Didi Ron. Ah, Somebody already said Janis Joplin. <laughs> Janis Joplin. Overdose, oh, eh? Janis Joplin. Um, fuck. Um. Oh, what's that broad's name with the fucking eyeliner and the boobs? She, that, Amy Winehouse. Go to rehab. Amy Winehouse. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, what you, it's, a it's a game. You fuck. You asked the question. <laughs> You're a douche. I would have come up with it. For answering I think him, John's I'm sorry. losing right now. Can I have sorry. some more time now because he ruined the answer? Right, I would have came up with that. Ten I seconds. Thought you were asking right, us. Shut up. Ten Are seconds. Sh- go. That was my answer. <laughs> I have an answer. Shut I'm up. willing to give it to John. I'll accept it. And we'll make this an elimination round, okay? The keyboard player from the Smashing Pumpkins. It was Jimmy no Chamber- name. It was Jimmy Chamberlain. It was the drummer. Kurt Cobain. No, <laughs> yeah, you overdid on uh, Courtney Love. Shotgun shells. <laughs> Courtney Love's alive. That's bullshit. Really? Can you not come up with one right now? I came up with one already. I can't have that. 
Yes, yes I we're giving it. it to you. All right, One give, of all us. Right, yeah, let's give it to him. Fine. Sid Vicious. Graham Parsons. Is it my turn? Yeah. Larry Brunetti. Andy Gibb. Did you just make that up? No, he was the... He's a guitar player who lived gang. in the Middle Village. He OD'd in Las Vegas. Just made that up. <laughs> He's the leader of the Squeeze Gang, Larry B. <laughs> is he out? What do you want? You want? I'm not out. Larry Brunetti you, is you, a. You're out. Established his skills. skills. My friends. He played with Lisa well, Lisa and Cole Jam. Mario's out. What about X? Was he an expose? Mario's out. Everyone know they're rocking with the man they call Mario. Now listen up, because I'm going to spell the name you know. I said Andy Gibb. He's right. Yep. John. John. It's back to me already? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, it's going to go faster now. Mario's out. Hulk Hogan. Out. You're out. You're out. What did you say, John? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> John is out. Moving on. Dave. David Ruffin. Temptations. Shit. Uh, Mickey Free. Who's that? Friends of Larry Bernetti? <laughs> I'm obviously out. Yep. <laughs> Am I really out? Yes. I, Larry Brunetti is a Take another guess then. Hairdo, it's me and you. Keith Moon. Well, no, that doesn't yeah, count. That's you're alcohol. out. You're out. Alcohol he's already out. Drug. Alcohol would count. <laughs> he actually, drowned. But he but he's out. No, uh actually Keith Moon died of an overdose. Uh Brian Jones drowned. Oh. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's to me. Yep. Lane Staley. Oh, Ooh. Nice. Yes. Very good. I actually. Uh, I remember I was on tour was... when that happened. I had to break the news to have you get Chris. Did he kill himself, though? Or was it. No, no, no he no, was found. He OD'd. He OD'd. Okay. Cocaine, heroin, and codeine. Here come the rooster. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not Lane Staley? Yeah, no, you was know, that. Uh, that song that, is actually because yeah. uh, they used to call his uh, father the rooster in Vietnam. Bullshit. He that overdosed not... in Nam, Lane Staley. That's really? that's wait. a legit answer. We're moving. Wait, on. No, Go, Dave. Wait, Ten. Wait, no, I nine, thought he, no. Eight, no, fuck seven, you. Six. No, stop what, what, it. You were counting down on me. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Um, is he angry? As wait, is it is it is it rock singers only or like music? no, musicians? Yeah. Musicians. They're musicians. We're just picking musicians. Um. You could come up with a classical composer. Go for it. <laughs> is there a classical <laughs> composer? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, Rock me out Way too much time here. Three no, seconds. No. Three seconds. Uh, fuck. Uh, Robert Johnson. Ryan. He died of an over- He was poisoned, but he died of an overdose. Brian doesn't know the answers. I got them all right in front of me. Yeah, Brian. Is Jones, that correct? Brian Jones j- j- died of an overdose of water. <laughs> I would count Robert Johnson. I don't know. I don't see Robert Johnson on here. He was poisoned, but he died of an overdose of poison. Mm. Robert Johnson's trauma is all busy down at the crossroads. <laughs> Ron Wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ronnie Lane from the Faces. Didn't he die multiple Elvis Presley. You're are you in? You're I'm out. In. You're out. Was a legitimate You're, answer. Yeah, but then you didn't get the next one either. You said Keith Moon. All right. Keith Moon was in too. He was an alcoholic. Uh, whatever. Alcohol is a drug. Last time I checked. Bon Scott. Sorry. All right. Let's let's. <laughs> you know, Dave's drunk. How many had the name? Come on, I named like three. I yet. am gonna. Y- it took you. A full minute to name one. That's not true. We were talking about whether or not uh, what's his name actually died of uh, of suicide or drug overdose. Lane Staley. No, we weren't. We we decided- Lane Staley is solid. That's 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 a, an OD. That, yeah. yeah, that's oh, gold, man. I think Harry won. 
I read the reasons why. Yeah, dude, it's uh, your turn. All right. He, car- I, he was then, cocaine, if, heroin, if, if, if it's and my codeine. turn, I'm going to go with Mike Starr, the other the, the other member of uh, the other Allison member of Allison Chains. Chains. Yeah. Right. Really? Got wow. Know. That band's yeah, yeah. a mess. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if you couldn't tell from their music. Unbelievable. Who's, who's still in this? Just I mean, Mike. No, it's, 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 it's Hairdo and yeah. Dave. That's it. I'm still playing. Dave, you have 10 I'm seconds to come up with an answer or you lose. Keith Moon. I said that. You have 10 <laughs> seconds to come up with an original answer or or Hairdo's the winner. I'm giving you multiple breaks. Uh, Curtis Blow. <laughs> My turn. Brian Jones. It's not your turn. Oh, Hairdo, congratulations. Yeah. You're the best around. Thank you. That's Seven twice. I won twice in one night. This show's a fucking mess. I, still, I know. Brian Jones this show must be a mess because I'm winning two times. Brian Jones, okay? <laughs> what a fucking mess. All right, let's wrap this up, kids. Yo, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. <laughs> That's Merry it? Christmas. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for listening for the year. This the show's over? Awesome year. Yeah, let's wrap no, this what up. What do you mean for the year? We're coming back on to Friday, December 28th. We won't be here next Friday. We'll be the Friday after that. Right. We're giving them the Christmas love now. That's right. Thank you. And since the world's going to end next week. You right. Know, the Mayans. Might be a, a lot of show, reasons so. why we just you know post up and say thanks. Shannon Hoon from, from Blind Melon. <laughs> <laughs> no, musicians. Musicians. Larry, Larry, if you hear me, rest in peace, buddy. And Screw everyone, these guys. Everyone go visit uh, the Facebook page of the Where's Where. Izzy Movie. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Where's Izzy Movie. Thank you. Don't forget to call in. <laughs> 718 They mentioned the number once tonight. Lots I of noticed. callers. We didn't want any It was a jam-packed right. show, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, next next uh, week, we will not be here. We'll be at uh, my Christmas party. Having and a then ripping the, party. The week after that, we're going to have uh, Secret Santa. We're going to have a bunch of things going on. Tune in, and uh, we'll see you then. Yeah.
Zoot Zoot Charlie.